Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here from Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tractor boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tractor pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you, when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay Marine. It's St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boat, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats dealer. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting in with Logaman and Captain Kirk. Are we are we like all three together? Are we sitting in or <laughs> yeah. are we kind of all sitting around different places? This I is think we're fun. all sitting. This is, this is fun. I like this. It's a first. It's a it total, is, total first. It's an absolute first, uh, just so folks know. I mean, I, it was funny. I was doing a, a trip yesterday and, and um, we were all talking about ring power tips and gear tips and Jeff said, "Everybody feeling okay?" And man, I was, I was great. I was great. I was on my fifth fishing trip this week. Man, I fished every day this week, and all of a sudden, I started feeling this tickle. And I'm like, "Oh no, you got to be kidding me, man!" I went downhill all day. Uh, but anyway, went and got tested. I'm negative, but I didn't want to come in there and spread germs around the studio. I didn't want to get your germs, kind. man. I mean, cause yeah. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, a lot of these uh, uh, people that have had COVID, which has been seems to be spreading like wildfire lately. Yeah is that they'll have yeah. symptoms, and they test, and they're negative, and then all of a sudden they go back and test again the next day, and all of a sudden they're positive. Right. So when you said you had a little tickle, and you're like, oh, man, you jinxed me, and I'm like, man, just stay away, will you? Stay away. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. right. <clears throat> I mean. Yeah, I, I get it. Last thing you want to do is spread it. <clears throat> there's there's no well. doubt about that, Kirk. You know, I mean, and, and it's, it's um, you know, you come home, and, you know, you talk to your wife about it, and, you know, obviously the first thing you do is, thank goodness we have, all have great doctors, you know. We text our doctor, and he's like, look, you know, go get the tag up test and check it out. Yeah. Thank so. goodness that they have the at-home test now, which, yeah. uh, which is convenient. I mean, I mean, I don't know what the accuracy of it is compared to all these other tests that you can get, you know, from going someplace, you know, hospital yeah. or whatever. Standing in line for four hours. Yeah, well, you know, actually, the the testing process at certain places is literally easy now. Oh, I know. Yeah. And in fact, uh, gosh, a while back when uh, when I did not travel out west to the to the Jaguars Rams game, I did a drive through test at Mayo. I mean, literally, I never got out of my car. You know, got it got yeah. it scheduled and uh, drove up in my car. Man. <laughs> 
stuck a thing up way up my nose and made me cry and said, see ya. And I got the results later on that day. So, I mean, it was it was relatively easy to do, and the drive-through stuff is, is great just because then you don't end up getting around other people in the process of going to get tested. Right. Right. Kirk, right. are you sitting outside? I am sitting outside uh, oh, because the birds, of the roof the of the house. The birds sound awesome. I mean, I feel like I'm yeah, watching, I mean, like, uh, the, the Masters, you know, with the Cardinals in the background perfect. and stuff. It's the outdoor show. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's awesome. We feed, you know, ever since Kate's mom lived here, we fed the birds for five years. And I was like, I can't stop doing that. So it's kind of like no. something we've yeah. traditionally done for a bunch of years. So we've got two big old feeders on the side of the house. And we got a troop of squirrels that live around the house. Yeah, yeah. acrobatic squirrels. Yes, God, they're crazy, man. Yeah, The reason I say acrobatic squirrels is that we had a post. I get, Was it this uh, past week or was it this week? Yeah, it was past week. It was right on during the holidays. Yeah, it was before Christmas. It was the December 23rd right. post. And, Kirk, you got a picture of this squirrel. And he is literally, it looks like <laughs> he's a... Uh, an exotic pole dancer. He's got his one bottom <laughs> oh, foot. Oh dear! Hang it. <laughs> that wasn't where I was going. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that didn't cross my mind. But <laughs> hanging so. on with his one rear foot under this out a little. little stick, and he's is he? What is he trying trying to get to the feeder that way, Kurt? The, the, the feeder is spring loaded, so when the squirrel puts his weight on the feeder, it closes the closes, door, yeah. and they can't and they and they can't get any seeds. So this little Yahoo figured out if he would get up there and get his leg wrapped around a branch, and barely touch the thing, he'd get like two little nibbles. And so <laughs> he he goes Isn't in and awesome? bobs up and down. Oh, it's hilarious to watch. It's like, how does he not fall on the ground? <clears throat> it's oh, funny, man. That is, you know, they'll figure it out. They'll figure great, it out. It's a great picture, man. I love it. It is picture. a great picture. But it's God. nice. We got Cardinals coming back here. We had, uh, we've had Oreos. We had uh, Buntings recently, which is something that we don't see a whole lot you of. Had yeah, what? The, 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 the painted bunting. Painted bunting. Yep, yeah, Kevin. The yeah. beautiful they, birds. They're beautiful. I, I, what do they I look like? A, they're red lots, lots, and green. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And, and gold, and, and just, it, it looks bizarre for a bird to be in Florida. It really does, huh. Jeff. They're beautiful. I mean, when they flew up the first time, we had never seen them before, and I was like, Kate, what in the heck is that? And her living up north and seeing them a lot up there, she goes, that's a bunting. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I've never seen a bunting on our feeder, and she goes, that's a bunting. Huh. And he hung around for a couple of days. It was, it was really cool. I'm not, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're I'm not the avid, migratory. I'm not, I'm not the avid bird species identifier watcher. Oh, I've got a bird feeder outside my office, and I, I, I sit there and watch it for, like, forever. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we haven't had a show since the the was since the Hagen event that we had. That's correct. Hagen, yeah. That's Christmas right. party. Man. Yeah. Uh, so, all of our listeners, Merry Christmas. We hope you had a Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Happy Merry New Christmas, Year. Right. And Happy New Year. Happy New, happy new year. year. As you can tell, we were all partying late last night. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I made it till eight thirty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't have any choice over here at the right. beach. These guys over here were lobbing mortar rounds till midnight last night. It <laughs> sounded like a civil war. Like we were firing on the Sumter, you know. I was like, "What the what?" I mean, and the ones I hate the worst, Jeff, Kevin, and Chris, uh-huh. are the ones that make that that sucking concussion noise yeah. like a mortar yeah. round. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and then you got to count it out: one, two. 
three, boom. four, kaboom. Yeah. And it's like, good how the How'd the dog handle it, Kirk? Our dog has no fear of guns, gunshots, fireworks. She doesn't care. Now, the other dog we had, she would, she would go hide under the bed. And I know Probably Fancy, Kevin's got less. Fancy. Kevin's got a hunting dog, so Fancy's like, where's the birds? Where's the birds? She absolutely, <laughs> Jeff, because uh, uh, I don't know that she's ever really heard fireworks before for some reason, but last night they were really loud, and we always let her in at nighttime for a couple hours to hang out with us, and, and we, had to, we had to put her in her kennel because she was just freaking like out, all fired freaking up, ready to go. out. Yeah, yeah, where is the quail? <laughs> yeah. And, and so my funny. poor dog, Merle, man, he's just like, oh, my God, we're going to die. <laughs> we're all going to die, man. <laughs> <Dirty>. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. But how about how about this weather, guys? I'm yeah. out here at the beach, and it's it's got to be 63 degrees here with a high yesterday of, what, 82, Kevin? Uh, Kirk, I, I get, when I got in my truck um, at noon – one, one o'clock. I'm sorry. One o'clock yesterday afternoon, and put my boat on the trailer. It said 87 in in my truck, Good Lord. and I was like, I, I, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, but you know, seriously, whenever you went to get in your truck, you did whatever you do in the summertime. You know, you open you open the door, you put both windows down, you turn the AC on, and you turn the AC uh, on on your seat. I mean, that that's the, in, in December, the end of December. That was. The weather this week was was amazing. Um, you know, li- looking last week, Jeff. I mean, I you know I I was you know I had the basically I had the week off, so was going to go up and spend it in Georgia. But like like last Friday and Saturday, my phone started ringing off the hook, and I'm looking at the weather, and I'm going, I ain't going to Georgia. I'm going to fish. You know, I mean, it was yeah. it was stunning how how beautiful it was all week. Uh, yeah, the ocean was flat gorgeous. as a pancake. All yeah, week. oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, the ocean was, I mean, just crazy flat. And and by the way, uh, this week I had the, and I'll get into the story later on a little bit more, but I had the maiden voyage of the new kayak. Uh-huh. Our, our welcome to the Nimnik family of dealerships outdoor shows live from 7 to 10 a.m. on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. It's a video. Uh, my fishing partner was able to take a video of me catching my second fish on that kayak and dude, you would have, you would think that this video is taken in like the summertime, late spring time <laughs> oh, yeah. of year. I mean, it's it's calm, it's blue skies. Uh, I'm wearing shorts. I mean, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. It, it, and it, it was that way. I I made the mistake uh, two days in a row. Believe it or not, made the mistake on Monday and Tuesday of wearing jeans and and, and not having shorts underneath or some some way to put some shorts on. I was dying. I mean, literally, I was like, man, I was cleaning the boat on Monday and Tuesday. I'm like, what the hell? And, and um, But no, on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I started out with shorts and short sleeves or, or you know, our typical summer shirts. And um, it, was, it, was, it was amazing, amazing weather. I was putzing around in the backyard, and I actually yeah. started looking for snakes. <laughs> sure. I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. Rightly so. I was like, because they think it's warm, too. Uh, yep. By the oh. way, I, I took a picture of a... Some kind of a snake, and, and I'm gonna send it to all you guys here in a minute. We need to identify. I, I found this in the in the complex. Something ran it over, or it. it but anyway, it, it's a snake. It looks like almost like a copperhead, maybe. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you're Chris, at, I mean, your thinking right is right. And, and by the way, Chris got a Christmas gift. 
Did you open it? I, I did. No, I haven't opened it yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, open it on the air right now. Oh, because okay. it's related oh, to it, the please. topic go, that we have. Does it go? No, no, it doesn't go. Okay, <laughs> Kevin got his gift. I'm, I, had, I did. I had to meet Kevin this week, and so uh, Kevin got the. Thank you uh, very much. And it's a pretty cool little gift. It's a what do they call it? It's that boater's tool that I talked about. Oh, I was thinking about the knife. Oh, the knife is awesome, isn't it? Yeah, the knife is awesome. But but I did. I got a boater's tool also. Yeah. And Kirk, I, I'm just going to go ahead and open your gifts right now, Kirk. Oh, thank okay. That's kind. From from Tara. Hold on, I'm, I'm opening mine. Awesome. Okay, Great. and then Chris. So as from Tara, Kirk, you have the the original boat gadget, the ultimate ten in one boat tool, which is the thing Very we nice. talked about from the uh, from the show that we went to, which has the square plug wrench, the Bottle opener, wine opener, canvas snap opener. Jeff, this kind of smells. Fishing line cutter, all the goodies, right? <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas, Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank, you Thank you so much. Chris, what did you get? <laughs> I got Snake Away. <laughs> That's snake what, Away. Snake Away. That's what it smells. Yeah, you, you sprinkle this stuff like around the perimeter of your yard. Uh, you know where where you're uh-huh. getting the snake activity and the odor of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it sends them. Uh, what is that? A shotgun shell? You're shaking? Squirreling? No, it's. I tell you what. If this was a if this was a shotgun shell, this would be. I want to see the gun that goes along with this because this a, is it's huge. A, it's a bag. Chris, read the read what the bag says. Okay. It says uh, university tested, ready to use. Victor Snake Away Snake Repelling Granules. Snake oil. Oh, sorry. Snake I've, oil. I've used this before. That's I've hilarious. used this before. This is a. Uh, this actually does work. The only problem is for the neighbors because if they're not using it, then all the snakes go to their yard. Well, that's okay. Yeah, but that's not your problem. Yeah. As long as they're not in your yard, that's okay. So, I mean, so that's awesome. Thank you, thank you, Tara. All right, and uh, and then Kirk, you got another gift. Oh, oh. okay. And Chris got the well, same please. thing. I did. Okay, Kevin got the same thing. This is the gift, the Christmas gift from me. You guys heard me talking about this and uh, my everyday carry pocket knife, right? Mm-hmm. The Kuma spring-assisted pocket knife. Kirk, you have a Kuma pocket knife, 420 awesome. stainless steel, durable, black reinforced nylon handle, no rust, no corrosion, and it's a 2.875 inch blade. That is oh, look, your we're Christmas gift. See, you're so we all sweet. Have enough pocket now we all knives. have the same pocket knives. You're so it's, sweet. See, Jeff, underneath that, that underneath hey. that rough exterior, you're just you're just a big old teddy bear. Kevin, is that not the coolest like, pocket knife though? No, it is. It's great. I, I told you. Hey. I, I guess I kind of spoiled their Christmas, but yeah, that knife is is fantastic. Yeah. So sorry like to open your gifts, Kirk, but uh, no, since you're not mean, here, no, <laughs> you just wrap them back. <laughs> It's just wrap them back. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, you just wrap them back. All right, let's take like a break. Four musketeers. <laughs> let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to do a, a weather and a tides, and then we'll rewrap Kirk's gift so that he can open them up maybe next week. Okay. Next Saturday. And, there you go. And then uh, think about this, boys, you know, because you're, you're getting at the point where you probably don't think about this much anymore. Yeah, dude. New oh. Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not talking about that. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You guys are so terrible. I didn't say a word. That wasn't me. Did, These did, clowns, hey, they don't know what they're doing. So wait a minute. Did the uh, the squirrel on the uh, on the exotic dancer pole thing kind of get your yeah, thing? Yeah, that's what it was. Or what? Right down that yeah. track. <laughs> All right, let's take a break again. We'll come back. We'll do a weather. We'll do tides right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. All right, welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Let's knock out a weather report brought to you by the finest barbecue in Jacksonville. That's the Bearded Pig. Got two locations, one on Kings Avenue, one at the beach. And yep, in my the opinion, last week. the brisket cannot be mm. beat. And you got to tie those poppers, man. Yeah, I, they are good, aren't they? They're God, really can, good. Bacon really wrapped are. jalapeno poppers. Mm. But you're mm. right about the brisket too, because it's so hard to do it right. That, I, I, that's that's the true measure of barbecue, in my opinion. And, uh, and a lot of the professional guys will tell you that that's that's the the true test to see if people can really really cook barbecue. And so, of course, they're like, don't oh, don't pull pork. I mean, Kevin could do that. Sure. I mean, seriously, Kevin, you could make up. You could do a Boston butt and do pulled pork without much difficulty. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kerry <laughs> could do it. Let's let's get this right here. Kerry could do it. True. That's a good point. True. All right. Let's uh, let's do the weather report. YouTube it. Here here's the synopsis. A high pressure is going to continue to per- push further southeast of the region today and tonight, as a strong cold front approaches the area. Time. The cold front will move southeast yeah, across really. area water Sunday night, accompanied by the potential for a few strong and severe thunderstorms and beginning a period of hazardous boating conditions on area waters. Wow. You can check that box. High pressure will build behind the front for Monday. This high will build to the northeast Tuesday. Another cold front will move south-southeast across the region later in the week. Yeah, wow, double whammy, right? Here it comes, yep. okay? Today, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming south, 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Tomorrow, southwest winds, 15 to 20 knots, diminishing to 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 4 feet with a dominant period of 5 seconds. Sunday night, southwest winds, 15 to 20 knots, becoming west, 20 to 25 knots. Here it comes, right? Monday, northwest winds, 20 to 25 knots, becoming north 15 to 20 knots in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 4 feet, rough on the intercoastal. Tuesday, northeast winds, 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 5. Wednesday, north winds, 5 to 10, 3 to 4. Going to be getting About chilly, time. too. I don't know if you guys have seen the inland forecast, but the inland forecast for Jacksonville. Today, the high is 81. The high tomorrow is 82. 60. On Monday, mm-hmm. 68. I'm digging it. Or excuse me, 66 on Tuesday, 71 on Wednesday, 73 on Thursday. Wham! Here comes the second cold front. 63. Wham! On Friday, it came with a wham. Whammo. Or I should have wham. Whammo. Whammo. All right, Ty. Hey, it's real. It's real foggy out here at the beach. I, too, I was just going to ask you, Kurt. The same thing. Sitting, sitting here. In the Palacios Studios at the Favors, um, <laughs> it's it's foggy, yeah. So be be careful. There's some yeah. Really, there was a really bad accident um, this this week out of Mayport, uh, and you know fog, yeah, awful. fog conditions. We'll have to talk. What about do you mean? That tell tell me. Well, before right, let me let me knock out the tides real quick. 
And I want to hear, want to hear about this, uh, this accident. Uh, Tides Report brought to you by Angie Subs. Yes, uh, went there this week oh. with, uh, with Dylan. And we, me and Dylan are both on the old uh, – uh, we, we Buy can't, one, get one free. Well, we just can't seem to get anything other than a Dr. Banks. Yeah, so. you got to force really? yourself. That's what it is. I know, I know. You need to sacrifice. You need to take one for the team. I need to go there and get a turkey sub. That's what turkey because they're the best turkey the subs way. anywhere. I know. I've yeah, heard get the turkey all the way. I've heard that the turkey is amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So anyway, uh, tides brought to you by turkey. Angie Subs. Heaven on a roll. <laughs> the tides at the Mayport Bar Pilots dock for today at uh, seven oh eight a.m. Just a little bit ago, it was the high tide. And it was a 5.43 at 1.11 p.m. this afternoon, a negative 0.52. 7.23 p.m. this evening, it will be a 4.35. And tomorrow in the morning at 8.03 a.m. is your high tide. That's a 5.58. All right, uh, speaking of the fog, now guys, when, when I woke up this morning, took Merle out for his walk and got in the car, you know what my first thought was? It's New Year's Day. It's foggy. Yep. Please, dear Lord, don't let some stupid fool be drunk on the road this morning on my way right. in. Yep. Yeah, That's you right. got that right. Uh, it, you know, and it's funny, too. I mean, I got up real early this morning. I got up at 5 and, and walked the dog and did the same as you, Jeff. And there's nobody moving around. No, nobody. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. So... You know, maybe that's a good thing that that you didn't see a lot of traffic going into yeah. the studio. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, I it think, was it was dead on my on my side too. Um, you know, all the I, way in all the way in from Fleming, traffic was was much lighter this morning yeah. than it than it is any other Saturday. So I'm uh, happy uh, about uh, that. Uh, I will tell you one thing, Kirk, and, and <clears throat> I don't know how much you fished this week, but I, and I'm not exaggerating, guys. It was Fourth of July. Every day at the boat ramp. Yep. Listen, oh, I'll yeah. bet. I, I, Chris, it's ridiculous. I, I had a seven. I had a seven thirty trip on Monday morning, and I, and I, when I woke up at five thirty, whatever. Okay, the the fog is. I mean, it is so foggy. Thick, and I thought, well, yeah. hell, there ain't going to be nobody at the ramp. You know, I'll just take my time. And and I I, I got there at like six forty five. No parking spots. What? I'm like Un- I, unbelievable. It, it was it was it was crazy. I'm like. What did these people sleep here last night? Or it what? was I like mean, whammo. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, because you're, it's foggy. Yeah, and, and you're you're kind of pulling into the parking lot. You go, there's no way. Um, it, it was it was packed. I'm going, man, where are all these people going? And it's the fog is like pea soup, and I, I and, and the majority of them were big boats, that probably you know going offshore wahoo fishing or bottom fishing or something because the ocean was beautiful. But I couldn't believe it, and it was that way. Every day, and then yesterday, obviously being New Year's Eve, where most people were off, it was double that. It was great, crazy. They, they were. I was talking to Cheryl at, at the bait shack, and they were they were doing like, like anywhere from twenty five hundred to four thousand shrimp a day. So wow, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's so, probably mm-hmm. because Scott Shank was buying them all. I heard it. I heard. I heard this, the fishing forecast show, uh-huh. and how Shank was buying out the bait shop. You know, but, that's but, me. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's exactly me. what he did. Yeah, he, no, he did. Uh, and, and and you know, and that's exactly what, what he said at the beginning of the show. By the way. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He does uh, every week. That's yeah, me. He does it. 
yeah, that's me. But but on on Monday after I fished, um, I've got a pen that neighbor Joe built me, brand new. So after I got done, I came home. I got my my a pen. pen. What do you mean a pen? A pen, this a, shrimp a, a pen. big pen. Okay, yeah, a shrimp pen. Yeah. So so he built me this cool shrimp pen that at, in this time of year, Jeff, you could put shrimp in there and they'll live a week. You know, when this without this having cool. fresh water coming in, fresh salt water, right? Oh, they have fresh water. They, they, this thing has uh, you throw it off the dock, right? Uh huh. And it's it's got holes all in it. So it, ah, it, gotcha. It, yep, yep, yep. And then it, and then it has flotation on the top of it. It's really cool, and and uh, it's, you know what it actually is, Jeff. And I will use this as a gear tip sometime. It's a it's a planner. planner. It's an actual a planner, like like a pot. Okay, you know, yeah, 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 you would, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. And he just he he puts holes in it, puts flotation on the on the on on the top, then a, then a screen on top of that, so you can open it up, and so you could go. And what I did on on Tuesday afternoon, I went and bought twenty dozen shrimp. And and put them in my pen for for you know the next two or three days because ah. you have to yeah yeah it's it's um it, like I said for, as a charter captain you have to I mean not only that Kirk I don't know how much your shrimp are but our shrimp are four fifty a dozen now so yeah they're getting up yeah up there they're going up with yeah. everything else I mean you don't you yeah. don't Jeff you don't just come in with three dozen shrimp left over and and chunk them anymore you know you, you 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 dip out. What you have, you take them over to your pen, and you keep them alive till the next day. That saves you what fifteen bucks. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. You you have to think about these things right now because it's 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 so it's so expensive to run inshore trips. It used to be that doing a four hour inshore trip for us as charter captains was one of the cheapest things or non expensive things that we could do. Now it's way more. Way more to run an inshore trip than it is an offshore trip. Mm. Yeah, so, crazy. All right, let, let's take a right too, let's take a break. You know. uh, and uh, I got this from uh, from Guy at Consignment Boat Sales. Okay, he says thank you during this time of thanks. He said they're at twenty years and they appreciate the new and repeat customers that uh, count on them to sell their boats and to offer their buyers a variety. Uh, variety of inventory and quality of pre-owned boats. Uh, they appreciate all of you. He said, please continue to visit jacksboating.com or call Guy at 904-249-6225 to discuss your boat or one of the boats Consignment Boat Sales has for sale. Uh, here to help and here to answer any questions you may have. And he says, a big thank you and a happy new year. So uh, Consignment Boat Sales, again, Jack's Boating, J-A-X, Boating.com, or call Guy at 904-249-6225 to either buy a used boat or to sell your boat. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And, folks, if you want to update your garage, your patio, or any concrete that you have, Shark Coatings does a fantastic job, and they can – be in and out in a day. I mean, seriously, uh, let them come by, give you an estimate, uh, let them take a look at what you got. And that group comes in, they got a crew of about uh, four guys, and they come in and they, they sand the concrete down, they prep it, they knock it out, go have lunch, come back, do the fin- finishing touches on it. At the end of the day, bam, whammo, it's done. <laughs> there it is, new word of the day, whammo. Whammo. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Good stuff. You know, we Good. could do an outdoor show dictionary 
Yes. With all the phrases that have come up over the, what, 23, 24 years yeah, of this show? 80% of them will be Kirkisms. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Right. Yeah. Skeeters under the S's. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love yes. you, Kirk. Yes. Yeah, I know. See, I'm going I'm to. I, I feel it from here. I feel yeah. the love, boys. Well, I'm going to get after you now because now you can't walk in from the studio and slap me. <laughs> so we're good. No. No. Did anybody go to the woods at all the last couple of weeks? Why? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's too hot. <laughs> That's hot. Yeah, I know. Well, those poor guys, Jeff Gardner and man, they they're they're in rut. You know, I mean, they're deer are. Um, but it, it, they. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My gosh, man. <laughs> Disclaimer there. Yeah. <laughs> you are a one track mind today. No, Jeez. I'm just saying they're deer in rut. He's at home. <laughs> Okay. okay. Right. Something's yeah. going on. Now yeah. we know why I didn't yeah. come in. Yeah. Yeah. Happy New yeah. Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to turn the fan on. Whammo. Uh, yeah, whammo. <laughs> were you, but were you, you really watching Jeff, football sure, yesterday? I, I, dude, I was too sick. I know. That's, that's <laughs> awful, isn't it? Um, but the, 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 those guys, this is their time of year, Jeff, when, you know, they, they kill a lot of big bucks. And, and man, just looking at their texts, they were dying. You know, they're yeah. up there in. Short sleeve shirts and, and well, mosquitoes. Well, what, what Kevin's talking about in uh, you know because we 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 all hunt in Georgia. Kirk is in Fargo, Georgia. Kevin hunts near uh, Jacksonville, Georgia, and then I hunt closer to Glenwood, Georgia. And in those particular places, the rut is at a different time. Okay, the rut for where Kirk is hunting at is typically in mid October, and yeah. then for where me and Kevin are at, it's November. That first week in November, you know, the old rule of thumb is that you take the kids trick or treating and then go get ready to deer hunt because the rut's kicking. Well, there's another part of or another time of rut in the state of Georgia, and that's the southwestern, western side of the state. And they have a rut that coincides with where Alabama typically is. And so their rut literally starts right around the second week of December, around Christmas time, and then... It is wide open right now, but the reality is is that the season ends next Sunday. So the season is actually ending when the rut is still going on in that piece of southwest corner Georgia, and those guys are just like, man, it's just getting good, and then the season is ending. Well, well, can, I, can I interrupt you yeah. real quick? Because it's, it's not totally ending. For their county, because they have extended bow season until the end of January. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know yes. that. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. The the, 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 the state of Georgia extended uh, that southwest corner. Um, there, So they, they have an extended bow season, bow only, from, what is it, January 10th or 9th, when it ends for us, till the end of January. Oh, so the, did any of those guys go and get a crossbow yet? Yes, I, 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 I know Gordon was talking about it. I don't know if he did or not. That's a no-brainer. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I that's that for was, sure. That was, that, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, can you imagine if they said to us and said, "Hey, guys, you know, look, uh, your your deer season ends on November fourteenth, and uh, we'll, we're going to give the option to bow hunt through the rest of November." Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Sure. It, where yeah. do I go buy a bow? Where do I go buy a crossbow? Uh, I'm sure bow sales were up, but but yeah, they they have an extended bow season. 
That's great. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I wish they would they would lag hours two weeks. You know that we get it in September, tor- towards the end of January because it just gets so warm, and yeah. when it finally gets good around here, Kevin and Jeff, it's 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 right about now. You know where it cools off. I'm with you. It, I, I would trade. I would trade two weeks off of the front of deer season, even three weeks. I mean, literally move I'm the season you. all the way back until the first of October. Yep. And then to push it three weeks into the month of January, I would be all for that. Yeah, 100%. I know. Jeff, you 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 asked me that question at the beginning of hunting season, and I didn't hunt in September this year. You know, I didn't and either. So, so so I'm like I'm like you know. I, I, I told logs no, I like it the way it is and then and then I'm you know, here I am September twentieth. I hadn't even thought about going to the woods, you know, and, and I'm going I it, it, you look at the forecast of eighty five, low of seventy one, yeah, light and variable. You know, you just you you can't bow hunt in that. I mean you just No. You, you know, you I mean, don't don't get me wrong, you can, but I mean it's 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 damn near impossible. But well, it's a lesson I, in futility, I, you know. Yeah. So I didn't even go to the woods. <clears throat> I mean, seriously, start going to the woods until about the second week of October. Really? I mean, yeah. when, it, when, it, when we had our first cold front, and, I mean, I was checking my, my cameras every week just to make sure, but I didn't have any activity. I had some, you know, a few does in, in, in the daytime, but I certainly didn't have any buck activity. So I, I'm with you guys. If I could, if I could extend it, you know, if I could take it to October first to the end of January, um, I, I would, I would do that. I mean, here's the crazy thing. I mean, would anybody be upset or against that for any particular reason? I mean, do anybody that you've talked to feel differently about that? I know six guys in our club that would say, "Let's do it." Right. You know? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with Kirk. I don't think that uh, again because you know, for for the most part, Jeff, people people don't. They don't even bow hunt that much. I mean, the hardcore guys. Maybe if they get a buck on a, a feeding pattern mm-hmm. early in the and in, in, you know just opening week of, of September or whatever it is, they you know they and they do they, they kill some they kill some good bucks during during that month. But I, no, I think for the most part everybody would be good with October first through January. And I and I would be fine with taking the two or three weeks off of bow season and then adding two or three weeks of bow season in January. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I, 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 I'm with you. Yeah. I mean. It's, yeah. I mean because because there's nothing to there's nothing that tells you you can't take a bow during gun season. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, I do I do it all the time. I mean, it's it's you know. So if you you can extend your bow season to help however long you want, you know? Yeah, I, I think that would be a, a great idea, but, you know, unfortunately a lot of times great ideas just don't <laughs> – they don't end up getting executed. No. It'd be no. nice if they could form some kind of committee, though, that, that could address that. I mean, because it definitely – you know, we are definitely looking at temperatures that seem to the at least the last four or five years – where they're just typically the first two or three weeks of the season, Jeff, Kevin, where they're just warm to the point of being ridiculous, you know, yeah. like summer, you well, summer you warm. Might as well, That's right. Might as well be fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, and, and, and Kirk, you, you bring up a great point, but if you, you know, if you talk to Gordon, um, him and those guys in his club and, and the guys around him, I mean, they did form a kind of a committee and, and they're the ones that, you know, went to FWC and, and said, Hey, look, you know, you, or, or I mean, Georgia um, DNR, 
and said, "Hey, look, you know, take just take a look at this. What what the seasons are, you know, and they're uh, they're the ones that had a lot to do with getting that uh, that bow bow season extended till the end of January." Yeah, I wonder if you could you could form a petition, and and get a bunch of signatures on a petition and and lobby the GNC and say, "Hey, this is what we like to do," you know. I think it would. Be, yeah, but- I think it would make sense. I mean. I mean, the reality is, is that uh, why not? I mean, why yeah. not move the scene? I mean, the whole goal, I think, with with hunting seasons, one is to expose it and to 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 make revenue, right? I mean, for a state. I mean, it's absolutely plain and simple, right? They want to you want to try to sell hunt license. It's good for the state. It's good for the the operation of the Division of Natural Resources or the Fish and Wildlife Commission, whatever you know is in your state. And you also want to be able to grow it somewhat. When I say grow it, in other words, you want to expand the number of people that want to do that. Okay, If you move it to where the weather is more accommodating, I think it would create more people that would want to do it. I agree. You'd have more opportunity. So, you know? I think, I, I, I play devil's advocate, I think you'd see a lot of pushback. I you really think? do. I, I, yeah, I, I, I do. I, that man... You know, we're we're talking as non-residents, you know, and, and and you you know if if you you know if you probably went up there and, and did a survey with 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 the local guys, I I, I think you get some pushback. Yeah, you probably would, but yeah. I think you would also get some people that would be on board with with moving it back a little bit. I think there's a way well, to you know a week or two, you know, to get a little yeah. bit more enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I think oh, maybe it'd be fifty fifty than, than, than September. Yeah, yeah. Think I, I'm skippy. I can't imagine yeah. it being that much pushback. All right, let, let, let's take a break. Okay. And uh, just want to remind folks that if uh, your the new year brings a bad tire on your vehicle, or you're sitting there going, you know, I got to get new tires this year. It's just a, I've been driving on them too long. They're they're bald. I can see some of the the steel belts. That's a problem, right? Good okay. Lord. Tire outlet. Yeah. yeah. Has a tire for you. <laughs> And if you don't want to take it to them, they can come to you. Like NASCAR, Danny will drive up in your driveway with the tire outlet van, and out of the out of the van he jumps, and it's like NASCAR. He's got a jack man, he's got a tire man, in but no fuel. Okay, right. and he will change your tires in the driveway of your home in about an hour. That's exactly right. You yep. can put them on the clock and say, "Ready, set, go," and Danny. We'll knock it out. Tire Outlet, multiple locations to serve you. And if you'd like to join us here this morning, here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, 904-641-1010. Postal equipment on New Kings Road, Enda McClenny. Enda McClenny, your home for Kubota, Gravely zero-turn mowers. They've got all the hot seat pressure washers and a full line of Land Pride attachments to go on the back of those uh, shiny new orange tractors. Ain't nothing like a shiny new orange tractor. There's nothing better than a shiny new tractor, that's for sure. All right, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. <laughs> Jeff Loggeman, Captain Kirk Waltz, and Captain Kevin Favor, and we're all in different locations. And we got a phone call Okay. for the new year. We've got Gary on the phone. Oh. Morning, Gary. Happy New Year, gentlemen. And to you. Morning, Gary. Thank you. Hey, Kevin, when you met me, you didn't realize how good-looking I was, did you? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) 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 You're not good-looking, Gary. 
I tried to talk to Chris Jeff. Chris is Jeff, good looking. Jeff, That's right. I tried to, I tried to introduce myself to you, Jeff, but you were so busy handing out prizes and stuff. That, you think? He was. He was stepping and fetching. I got to tell you. I, I, even I was impressed. My, my yeah, wife was. was cracking the whip. That's uh, seven wins in a row, by the way, Jeff, for my Dolphins. Well, good. Good for them. I'm glad to <laughs> two hear. More were, two more were in the playoffs. I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> hey, guys, what about the uh, New Year's resolutions? Do you have any in hunting and fishing for the new year? I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, we're formulating them as we speak, but how about for you, Gary? Uh, I, I, I'm formulating, too. Okay, I, I thought that maybe your New Year's resolution would be is to not call our show and talk about the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I, like sorry, I can't hide my fandom. Uh, it's all good. Yep. But uh, uh, I just wish you guys the best for the upcoming New Year. Nothing but health, happiness and health, and uh, enjoy listening to the show. Thank you, Gary. See ya. Thank you, Gary. See ya. The uh, New Year's resolution. Do you guys have one as it pertains to the outdoors? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think it's ah. a good one. I've been so damn I mean, busy this week. I, even, I didn't, didn't even realize it was New Year's Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. I mean, seriously, every year you always have thoughts. When I say thoughts, is that you have kind of a, in your mind – some plans, and when I say plans, they're not specific plans, but you know, for example, <clears throat> I just got uh, a new kayak and loving it, and it's much more roomier than the other one. Not as fast, but I'm loving it. And so, I mean, this year, I don't want to say it's a New Year's resolution, but I mean, my plan is this year is to try to take that and to experience a lot of different things yeah. with it, you know, and... And this week I had a I had a great experience that I'll I'll share with you guys here in a little bit. But I mean, those are the kind of moments that you just you can't wait to have happen because when you when you get something like a kayak, it gives you the ability to to kind of get to places and to do things that you haven't done. And that's the an part epi- I like. You had an epiphany. Well, <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean a, a little bit, yeah. and, and I'll and I'll tell you what happened. I you know go out and, and I launched this week, and and I finally had a day to where I could do it. And, and guys, this week it was absolutely beautiful. Shit yeah, was, and so it was I, unreal. I figured, you know, I'm going to go to just. I mean, I made voyage. I'm like, you know, I just want to get out and just check it out. I don't have a ton of time. It's Wednesday afternoon, I had a little bit of time. So I said, you know, I'll go down to the Guana Dam. Maybe I'll put in on the lakeside, you know, maybe I'll put on on the intercoastal side, whatever. So I get there, and literally the lake is full. I mean, there's kayaks everywhere. I mean, really? I, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's it's like, a, you know, the, the, the week between Christmas and New Year's, is, I mean, yeah. a lot of people are off of work, you know. And the weather's gorgeous. I mean, the number of people that were at the beach, I mean, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that had gone to Michler's and had gone to the Guana State Park and walked across the A1A and over to the beach. And mm-hmm. so when I'm on my way down there, I'm like, man, I bet you Guana's going to be crowded. And sure enough, it was. And I said, well, I'm going to go on the saltwater side. And I'm not a big fan of fishing the intercoastal on incoming tide, but that's what the tide was. And I said, you know what, to beat the crowd, I'm, I'm totally going to do that. 
Yeah. And so there you I, go. So I launched. It was, kind of the, it was the maiden voyage anyway. You're just at, exactly. To, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at just relaxing and, right. you know, pedaling a little bit and getting a little exercise, doing a little exploring. So anyway, I fished the main area of that creek, and and uh, I caught a, a nice trout, which which got me excited. And then I start kind of just going a little farther, you know, and I'm, and I'm fishing hard, and I keep getting a little bunch of these little dinky bites, you know, those little, what do you call them, little white bait kind of fish. Little sand perch. Sand perch. Yep, sand perch. I mean, just biting the fire out of the, out of the gulch, mm-hmm. you know. And after a while, I was like, okay, I'm going to try, because, you know, you always hear this thing, when you got a kayak, okay, the whole reason you have one is to go somewhere that the boats can't go. Yeah, go where no man's gone before. Exactly. Hmm. So I never heard that before. I turn, <laughs> take a turn and, and and get out of the intercoastal and go back in this little what appears to be a creek, and I don't know if it is or not because I've never really fished this area. And so I turn and I start going back, and I just start following it. I start fishing, and I get back to this one spot, and I make a cast, and all of a sudden it's moving. And I set the hook, and I didn't get a hook a good hook set on it and then so then i reeled hard real fast and then got a second hook set on it and then the next thing you know phew, just started taking line and that's the nice. fish that uh, that i caught that we put up on our facebook page this week and it was awesome i mean way back in the creek and dude the bugs oh my god they're terrible aren't they? oh my god yeah god. i got I mean, chewed up i came out of there Probably about five pounds lighter than when I went in. Oh, yeah. They're awful. Ah, oh, I hate that, man. Golly. Lesson to self, when you're in a kayak and you're going to go where no man has gone before, there's a reason. Bring some <laughs> bring some bins. <laughs> bring, bring some bug spray. Did, did you have bug Jeez. spray? I did, and I forgot that I, I had it in my – I have a dry bag that has, like, an extra prop. Yep. and. And uh, and I put it in my hatch, and I didn't realize that I had it in there. I forgot that I, I thought that I forgot my bug spray, and so I was just kind of just toughing it out. Wow! I'll never mm. do that again. No, toughing never. it out ain't. It, it, with, when it comes to sand nets, no way. What's the? Uh-huh. I mean, what, what is there any? I mean, skin so soft, right? For the sand nets. Bins, man. I'm telling bins? you, B E N S bins. And that's what I had in my. I have bins in my. Uh, in my dry bag, but I didn't realize it was in there. I thought I had left it in the truck. When if I if I did, I would have got my dry bag out and then put some on me. But holy cow! Oh, it's it's bad when they get in your hair follicles. Oh my god! Well, I had just, and I've, I've got I had a an outdoor show hat, and it was the one that has the mesh backing. And those those sand hats do they just? It's like it's an attractant. They just it's like them. <laughs> Diving in, they're like, "All right, ready? One, two, three, let's go!" And they dive in. It's like a game for them. (laughs) It's like a nat hotel, you know. They kind of go. It's like a honeycomb. They go in there and they're buzzing around. Hey, look, a screened-in porch. Hey, I I have a, I have a solution. Florida room. That this, this, this absolutely a hundred percent works. Okay, take Big Bill with you because he is a much bigger target than he used to film. For me, yeah, and, oh, 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 oh. And, and, and dude, he would, he would be getting eaten up, and, and he had to hold that camera steady. I mean, I, they loved him. They absolutely, they wouldn't even bother me. It was great. I it can't. Was great. So, I mean, if there's yeah. one thing that I can't stand, and that's a saying that. Oh, yeah, I mean, with you, they're, they're terrible. 
I mean, I, Jeff, you know, I mean, we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, about the biting gnats that are now in Georgia. I've never seen those before. Right. And, you know, you're sitting in your box blind and you see this kind of a, 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 a cluster of these little flying bugs. And you're like, what is that? And all of a sudden they get in your box blind and they are literally biting gnats. And I, in all the years that I've been up there, I've never seen these things. And they're they're awful. They're terrible, you know. And, and what you're 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 trying to deer hunt, so it's not like it's not like Kirk. You can spray on bins, you know. But no, I've, I, you're right. It, it, it was it was kind of weird. And, and what we've had one or two good freezes up there, Jeff. Yeah, you know. So we 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 need some more. I know that uh, Brother James has been sitting this week, has and he? he said it's like September. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you gotta gotta break out the shorts, but uh, but anyway, I I, I gotta say, guys, the, uh, the the maiden voyage with the kayak yep. was awesome, and uh, the flotation on the predator compared to the to the one twenty salty that uh, that is now Terra's the one that I was fishing out of, it's much better. It's definitely not as nimble as the as the smaller kayak, but uh, man, the extra room is awesome. Uh, Looked like you had room for a big old red. Yeah, that was a good fish. Good fish. Did I forgot how strong them things can be, guys. Did you keep him? No, I let him back. I let him go. Oh, I let him go. Redfish on the half shell. I know. Bro. I know. I just, you know, I was, fish, I was just man. happy to catch one and and uh, to, to experience a little bit of joy and, and to get pulled around a little bit. That was awesome. So yeah, can't complain. Yeah, I, I I know we have a gear tip coming up, um, but the interesting thing, Kirk, Jeff, just about this week again, fish Monday through Friday, fished every day. I cleaned two fish all week. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it, well, it, it, it was either rat reds, you know, small trout, which, you know, I'm talking, you know, like 50, and, uh, and right. or oversized giant reds, snapper. You know, it was like it. we. I, I, I went through I don't know how many baits this week and, and had an incredible week, but I cleaned two fish all week. You know, that's why when I saw Jeff with a, with a slot, I'm like, oh. Sweet, somebody at least somebody. We were with a chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah, it was a totally good slot fish too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, I've I've got a. I didn't bring. Actually, didn't even bring a cooler on that uh, on that maiden voyage, and I wish I had because there was actually a a cooler that I can put in the back of that kayak that fits perfectly in there, and could have put a bag of ice and then thrown a fish in there, and could have had stringer. Yeah, or stringer. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Kirk. Real quick before we go to break. Which, I mean, not. I mean, this time of year the sharks are some. There's some still around, but there's not a lot around. Would yeah. you Would you want to have a stringer of fish hanging off of a kayak in the summertime? No, absolutely. No, not I, I agree. Not at all. Right. A big old black tip slip in there. That's and you what don't I'm see thinking. It. Right. He can flip you over. Yeah, I get, That'd be get awesome. crushed. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to do a gear tip, <laughs> and we're going to talk to Wilbur right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants. All across the southeast, if you've got a job site or a business that needs fuel or any kind of technical maintenance or questions handled, 
Go to lvhires.com to learn more. This week's gear tip comes from Captain Kirk. And Captain Kirk, somebody, somebody dropped some coin for you. You got a new fish fillet knife. Yeah, uh, you know, Kate decided this year to do something a little special. And um, actually, Chad Starling had discovered these knives. And she got, I guess she got in touch with him. And Silver Stag Knives makes custom knives using like high carbon steel. Uh, they use Damascus steel. Anyway, everything's hand forged, hand done. And she decided to get a really nice custom fillet knife for me. It's, it's, they're not cheap, but then again, you're talking about good high carbon tool steel and stainless steel for a fillet knife that's probably gonna last you a lifetime. And mine has an antler handle on it. They have a variety of different kind of, you know, series. Once you buy the knife, which I got from her this year, she had it custom engraved with my name on it. So you can put a person's name on it. And they really make, yeah, it really is, Kevin. It's a really cool gift something that I'll have for the rest of my life. And uh, they have a bunch of different series. I mean, they've got them for, you know, uh, field skinning, uh, butchering. Uh, you got chef knives that you can have custom made, but they all have different types of handles where you might have one that has an antler, one might be using uh, a deer horn or deer deer antler, or, or you might be getting one made with, uh, with a, a variety of different kind of, yeah. uh, you know, antlers from different animals. So, Elk, so Jeff, whatever. let me ask you a question about a knife. It, if you if if you're gonna have a knife that you actually use, do you want a deer horn as a handle? I'm okay with well, a deer horn because and the reason I say that is, uh, yeah. it's a, uh, a lot of times it has texture to it, so you can get a good grip on it. So if it's smooth, then I, I'm like, eh. But a lot of times the antler has that texture to it like it has around the base. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So Okay. I mean, I always think about those as something you put on a shelf and you look at it and you're like, wow, that's a really cool knife. But as in, like, putting it on my boat or in my skinning shed. Yeah, but see, dude, I'm totally over the buying something to look at thing. Me too. I mean, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in other words, get- if it was meant to be looked at, yeah. I'm going to use it. And still look at it. You know what I mean? Okay. I, 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 that's, that, that, I guess that's my point. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm not going to buy a knife with, the, with with a deer shed as a handle just to, to, to look at. I want nope. a knife that, that, that use I can put, use it. Yeah, yeah. And they're beautiful. I mean, I agree with you, Kevin. It's almost like a form of art. What it cost, you know, I Kurt? got it. What's that? How much? Uh, about $163. Okay. Silverstag.com? Now, do they, do they have other custom knives besides fillet knives, too? Yeah, they've got everything. Uh, you name it, they've got bullnose slab knives. Uh, they've got the different kind of chef pros, boning knives, uh, steak knives, uh, you know, big game knives, pocket knives, clip-ons. Huh. It's pretty amazing. I mean, they're talking about, you're talking about full tank construction where the antler and the wooden you know, if they have a wooden handle or wooden slab scales are shaped, they're polished, they're pinned together through the handle tang, and they all use D2 carbon tool steel. So, I mean, you're talking about a knife that's going to last a lifetime, and they actually give you a lifetime warranty. Mm. Mm. Nice. All right, that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. If you're looking for a cool custom knife, 
go to silverstag.com and uh, and I just did I went to their uh, to their website and uh, you can get the like Kirk mentioned all the different kinds and uh, including the ranch chef knives and they have one called a boar sword do you guys oh, have any idea what a boar sword is yeah I would imagine that that's a a, a knife that you kill hogs with yes yes yeah for six hundred and twenty five dollars it can be yours yeah yeah i've known people have done it i've known plenty of them that have done it yeah all right let's go to the phone lines let's bring up wilbur this morning morning wilbur happy new year guys how are you happy Happy new New year Year, wilbur did you see the uh message instant message i sent with what i found going through my desk looking for the bell springs from our stratic reel that I couldn't find where I put them. Mm. Uh, Captain Kirk business card for the outdoor show. How many oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw that. that. And that was just I did amazing. not see that. I still had it and uh, didn't know whether, you know, one of you might want it as an archive or memorabilia or whatever. But Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely save it. I mean, I'll, we'll give it back to Kirk. But we, that, we need to was, put that in the outdoor show museum. Yes. Okay. Yes. That'll go in the okay. east wing. East wing. Well, let's see. Now, now i got to search again to see where I put it. Oh, no, Wilbur. <laughs> you don't understand. That's like 50% of what we're displaying, so you got to find that. Yeah, Just get the teeth gumby stuff 50%. off the corners, will you? Oh, no. But I, that was so picking your teeth with it? Because, because I... I <laughs> Jeff, I think when that picture Damn, this, on the... Damn, this stone card works great. <laughs> Lord, Wilbur. The picture of Jeff know, on the business card, he almost, I think, that you were still playing football at that time. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's not that old, Wilbur. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that old. Well, how many have you seen the card? Well, I'm actually in the process. I'm texting it to the whole group right now. Oh, good. So yeah, that they can it. all take a look at it because they're a little technologically uh, challenged, dated, Stop. dated. Oh, okay. There's no doubt. Oh, and, oh, and you're just like old, old Joe computer. No, guy, I'm huh? not. But at least oh, I could. Okay. At least I was. I mean, out of all of us, how many people saw the business card that Wilbur sent? Raise your hand. I did. I did. I saw it. Okay. Oh, well, well you actually saw it. I did. Oh, it's a miracle. Yep, it is a miracle, and 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 I'm 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 agreeing with you, Wilbur. I I do think that um, no, it wasn't because this was on WOKV, so Jeff okay. had retired. By I knew then. there was yep. I knew there would be something yep. there to give you a year. Yep. Because someone whoever messaged me back that was me. Oh, okay, two thousand five, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. That about right, uh-huh. Kevin? Kevin? Yes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. He, uh, interesting about right. little tidbit for the first of the year. Thank you, Wilbur. I like it. I like okay, it. Okay, guys, too. as always, there's, see ya. There's a lot less gray in the three of us in that picture, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 There's a lot less no weight doubt. in that Oh, by the way, too. and wrinkles. <laughs> so, thank you to Robbie. Uh, Robbie sent us a picture. What was that bird you were talking about again, Kirk? Painted bunny. Painted bunny. Painted bunny. Okay, that's Robbie Simmons sent us a picture. It's got uh, 
what looks like a purple head, a red breast, and then some yellow and green on its back and wings. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. that's Rob- yeah, that's it. Robbie sent us a picture of that. Thank you very much, Robbie. Yeah, um, and Carol said, uh, Carol Hadlock sent us a message. She said, I have seen painted bunnings. I grew up in Fernandina, and my parents always fed the birds. The males are very colorful, like Kirk mentioned, red, green, gold, blue, purple, like a patchwork, and the females are chartreuse or light yellow-green. That's right. Okay. Yep. Uh, thank you for that information. And uh, and then Eric, uh, he has a question about guana. And here's a good one. It says, question about fishing at guana around the dam area since it's probably well, been here we go, Kirk. 20 years since like, I've been there yeah, to fish. <laughs> kind of like yep. asking Jeff, uh, which docks do you fish? No, in, no, no, uh, no. No, no this, is a, this is a good question. He's not looking okay. for, for fish fishing spots. Specifics, yeah. He said, what licenses do I need to have to fish there? That's was, a good question. I was going to start maybe fishing off the bank areas before canoe or kayaking. You don't need uh, any kind of special permit to fish there. Nope. But you do need to, uh, you, when you pull in, there's a, like, a, like a toll booth kind of thing, and you grab an envelope, and then it's $3 per vehicle to park mm-hmm. inside the park. And then, right. then you have to have a fishing license. Just like you would anywhere else in the state. Right. A saltwater fishing license. Correct. Yep. Have you guys ever, just out of curiosity, before we go to Top Gun, and we'll do Top Gun after break, just real quick before we go to break. Have you guys ever, and Kevin, you probably did this way back when, but once you go across the dam and there's all these trails Uh and hiking trails, have you guys ever been there, done that, checked it out? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell me I about. Tell me about park. Well, it, you know, it's Jeff. Un- it's, it, go ahead, Kurt. It, it's it's very. Uh, when Kyle was real little, I would take him out there to show him how to track deer and hogs, because it's one of the areas that in in our particular world, close to the beach, that's rich with game. I mean, very rich. And we would get off the beaten paths and just walk all through there. I mean, you'll find herds of hogs. You'll walk up on deer. Uh, it's really a cool place. Yeah. So Jeff, you could whenever you go in there, there's trails, but you could, uh, you know, it, that's all non-hunting areas. Mm-hmm. Everything to the to the north of that, uh, where you actually check in uh, to go hunting, is 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 north of that. So you can't you can't you can't hike that area. But this area that they have, uh, whenever you go in there, you could go as far south as as the Guana River. You know where the peninsula comes out. Yeah, so you can. I mean, you could walk, take your bike. Um, it it it's magnificent. It is a very cool place. Yeah, I've never to, done to, that. To take your kids. Oh, you got to. And yeah. I, I wanted to take, take the maybe take the bike over there and go for a ride. You know, when it's mm-hmm. a nice cool day when the bugs yeah. aren't bad. Yeah, take Taylor. Right. Yeah, and it's it's the cool thing about it. It's 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 old Florida woods, man. Right. You know what I mean? It is. Uh, scrub oaks and, and palmettos. And, I mean, and they've, the state has done a wonderful job with that piece of property. Absolutely wonderful. All right, well, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We come back. We will talk to Top Gun and you at 904-641-1010. Folks, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go. That's Claude Nolan Cadillac. Been with the Nimnik Outdoor Show forever. And uh, listen, if you're in the market for a used car, pre-owned car, go in there and tell them what you're looking for. 
and they'll find the car for you at the exact right price, mileage. No, look, they may not do it in like a week or two, but they'll find the car that you're looking for at Claude Nolan Cadillac located on the south side Boulevard just north of JTB. Am I hearing the only one hearing an echo? I heard an echo. Yep. 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 Been trying to work trying on that one. What? That was, what? You, you really have to concentrate when you have an echo. Hey, did you get? Did you solve it? I think you did solved you it, Chris. I, I'm working on it. It's okay. a it's a, a headphone thing. So, Kirk, oh. I think that's on you. Well, yeah, the dog just kind of came through and uh, <laughs> pulled on the headset a little bit, and we're having we're having an issue right now. <laughs> Yeah, technical difficulty. We will yeah, return. Only on the Nimnik Outdoor Show. Oh, being, Lordy. Being challenged, yeah. definitely challenged, man. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines and let's bring up Top Gun here in the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy What's new year, going on, fellas? 2022. Is going on? Yes, sir. It's the year of the gun. Right. I like even numbers. I like, so I'm digging the 2022 thing. Hopefully, it's a hell of a lot better yeah. than this last year. I want to go over something real quick that you Amen. boys seem to like not talk much about. Of course, you haven't been on the air for a week, but. I wanted to talk about the Christmas party and tell you what a joy that was and how shocked I was that how many people were there. That That's such a tribute to y'all and how good your show is. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. Well, how about um, how, how many people like flipped out when they saw you? Oh, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, they loved you. But I did but I did get to hang with Lester and I met some other people and um also finally got to meet Billy the Kid, <laughs> Chris. Chris. What a great guy he is. But oh. I, I just I just couldn't get over it. Um and, and I'll really bet kiss, you you're that really that kissing was, up this morning. He you is know that? the joke must be really I, bad. I, I, <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> I, I bet you that there was another 500 people that, you know, it's Christmas time, people are busy shopping, they got commitments, but I bet you there was that many people that wanted to be there and couldn't make it. Oh, no, it was great. It was a great turnout and a, and a big thank you to, to Hagen because... Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. And um, uh, just so you know, around 1 o'clock, I'll be having me a big piece of ham and some black-eyed peas and rice and gravy. Love it. I ain't doing it. Nope. Me yeah. Neither. I expect y'all are uh, coming up with something to, to eat because uh, you boys cook like mothers. I can tell you this. I'm not eating black-eyed peas. Okay? Well, I heard you say that before. We, we, have, we have a Kirby Co. Inc. cooking tip of the week this week, which might make it a little bit more palatable. To eat black-eyed peas. But you know what I'm going to do today, Top Gun? I'm going to Angie's, and I'm going to get me a sub and some French fries on my way to to the aeroport to go to Foxborough. That's what All I'm right. going to do. All right. Is it a turkey sub? 
I don't. I mean, I'm going to have to call Mr. Ed Malin of Angie Subs and see if he's got a special black eyed pea sub today at Angie's. <laughs> he All might. right. He actually might. Nice. Nice. That thing will be good. Save if he me does, some. I'm going to get it. Yeah, cool. With turkey. Uh, and, Lodge, I didn't get invited over to your place during the Christmas holidays, but um, I had a real nice stocking stuffer for you that if I would have gone over there, I was going to ask little Missy which stocking was yours, mm-hmm. and I was going to stuff it down in there. Actually, it was for you and Miss Tara. Okay. But since I didn't get the invite over there, I ended up giving it to somebody else. But you would have loved it. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. You, do you want to know what it was? Sure. Two tickets to see Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> You're too kind. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you. I, yeah, I'm a big Justin Bieber <laughs> fan. Oh, he's huge. He's How did listening you to know? it on his way in this morning. How did you know? Yeah. Well, I, and you know, I figured, just kind of figured. He was humming but, it as he came in. Yeah. But I just can't get over the party. I had such a good time, and I took a friend of mine with me, and, and he had a good time, too. So it was just, it was great. And um, just a tribute to y'all. But anyway... Um, this, uh, blonde got her new sports car for Christmas and she was driving down the road in it and going a little bit too fast. And a cop pulled her over who was also a blonde and, uh, cop walks up to the window and says, uh, can I see your license? So the blonde's rummaging through her purse and she says to the blonde cop, what does it look like? And she said, well, it's rectangle shape and has your picture on it. So the blonde's digging through her purse and she finds a rectangle shaped compact mirror and looks at it and <laughs> hands it to the blonde cop and says, is this it? And the cop looks at it and says, oh ma'am, I'm so sorry. You're free to go. I didn't realize you were a cop. LTS, baby! <laughs> All right, that was good. Oh, Lord. Hey, uh, uh, guys, by the way, uh, Top Gun talked about the the time that we had over there at Hagen Ace Hardware Store, Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the Mandarin Store. We had a couple guests that came on our air that were, I thought, really intriguing. Yep. And the one that really blew me away was James Durbecker, which was the owner-founder of Crescent Kayaks, and his story about how he started the kayak company. And and then second of all, this guy's got dreadlocks, he's got tattoos, and yeah. he slept in his truck the night before just to be there to hang out with us. I, I was really not ready for that guy I, to be a CEO. I wasn't either. And they, they was, sell like over cool. 10,000 kayaks a year. Yeah. And it just goes to show you don't judge a book by the cover. And I wasn't yep. judging the guy because, look, I, I'm all about tattoos, man. I love tattoos. But, I mean, he definitely was a different-looking guy. And he for was. him to say, hey, I, yeah, he's the owner, CEO, founder of Crescent Kayaks, that was like, wow, really? That's cool. Well, when you – I remember when 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 people called for him, like over the loudspeaker, right, and 
and pointing over toward one of the tents. Yeah. And I see this guy moving. I'm like, no, that's the wrong guy. Could you, <laughs> could you please call the right guy over? Because that's a vagrant. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very obvious that he is very comfortable with sleeping in his truck. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, because, because when, when he told his story about how he got started, he had to sell kayaks for gas money to get back home. Yeah, so I said he sold his you last know? two that he had to get back home. Yeah, yeah, for that was that was that's a motivated salesperson is what that yeah, is no doubt no <laughs> that was doubt. a great story and then and then the other one the the, the company called mang m-a-n-g yeah which uh we had uh, one of the founders on kyle rawson i believe it was and uh, he's got a twin brother keith which by the way they had the same birth date <laughs> which I, I learned that <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that, that was that was a oh, moment yeah, of brilliance that, right there. Yeah, that wasn't one of my better moments on the radio. <laughs> but, but it was it was cool listening to the passion that he had and and the whole origins of the company of the every shirt that they sell, they take some money from that sale of the shirt to plant a mangrove, and they have mangrove restoration going on all across the bahamas and florida it's amazing i mean just a cool story i mean i mean that's you, you always want to have people to work with or to talk with that have passion that's yeah that's and huge that is the definition of passion cool yep. story though so love to have those guys on again at some point to kind of maybe get an update but uh, folks if you get an opportunity to go by hagen coastal outfitters inside the hagen a stores and you see main clo- clothing, just remember when you buy one of their products, you're going to plant one of a mangrove somewhere in the mangrove, mangrove restoration process. So, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's get Tom before we take a break. He's been hanging on for a while, and he's going to give us some guana details. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, boys. How you doing? Good. Good morning, Tom. Hey, how you doing, Kev? The, um, look, Logs, you'll, uh, you'll like this. You know how you, you go over the talking guana now? You you got the dam right there, and you you drive. You can do this. Let's just say tomorrow, if you wanted to, you can drive over the dam in your pickup truck. Now, when you get to that little gate right there where they have the old bridge on your left, look at the little post-it sign because here's the tip for you with your kayak. Here coming up shortly. Now they're going to have like the end of deer season, and basically they're going to have small game hunts, which I take the minions and we take the shotguns. And we drive up in there and squirrel hunt and piddle around. It's it's awesome. Now, with the kayak, once you drive over the bridge, turn right past the thing, follow the road to the right, you're going to come over a little graded bridge, you know, like a like a true graded bridge. And right above you is going to be like a guard check-in station. Tell them you're there to do whatever. Now, you drive past him, follow the road. You go down there like a couple quarter mile. There's like five or six boat ramps. They're there where you can launch your kayak way far away from everybody else on the inside of Guana. Now, if you do that a time or two, you don't like it, you can still follow the main road back down, you know, put it back on the truck, come back. Those ponds that Kevin always talks about, you can launch your kayak there and bass fish in them. You know, it's amazing. Those those artesian well ponds are... Oh, yeah. It's all high high gravel roads. Um, And truthfully... No one really messes with it, you know, after the – because even the deer season and, and all that, it's all quota hunt. So there might be 20 guys in there who have a quota, but only four hunt every weekend. Well, after that, it's all like squirrel season or hogs or whatever. 
you know, what they consider a small game. I mean, you could take your shotgun or a 22 and go in there and kayak in there and catch a redfish in the pond, come around and, and shoot squirrels and duck or, you know, hogs or whatever you want on the way out. It's, uh, it's really kind of, if you, if you take the opportunity to do it, it's, it's not bad. And you can just drive in there without anything and you'll see what I'm talking about, but it's, it's kind of mind-boggling. Like Kevin said, it's it's a real pristine place, old Florida. All right, thank you, Tom. Let's let's, uh, let's take a break here. We're way overdue. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join in. We're, we're all three on today. I was going to say we're all three here today, but it's not really all three here today. Uh, we're, we, we, we're making it work. Chris is having to push a few extra buttons, and Chris, we, we appreciate your, your efforts here. <laughs> if you'd like to join in this morning, 904 641 1010. Hey, if you want to make your little piece of waterfront even better, CH Marine Construction can handle it because they do the bulkheads, the boat docks. Boathouses, they handle boat lifts, they handle everything when it comes to waterfront property. And trust me, the the work and the quality of the work and the pricing of their work is outstanding. And I've trusted them since uh, 1996 was the first time I had them do some work for me, and I've had them do multiple things over the years. Outstanding job that they do. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Jeff Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Kevin Favor. Three different so, locations, but we're all here. I, I, I have I have something I've got to get off my shoulders. Okay. Okay. So, so is this different are, from getting you, it off you, your chest? Yeah, same thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, chest. I got a beef. Whatever you want to call it. It okay. just has farther to fall. Right. Right. So I know you guys during the Christmas. You know you're seeing different commercials on TV. Okay. When you see, let's just take, for example, a beer commercial, all right? Two guys in a boat, they're enjoying a beer, they got the rod and reels in their hand, and they have no idea how to hold it. You see a son, <laughs> yeah, you see a son and a dad on the end of the dock, you know, know doing a going. jeans commercial, and they're holding the rod upside down. For goodness sakes, these people are paying millions of dollars for this. Find somebody that knows how to use a rod and reel. Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen a gun commercial with somebody holding the gun upside down? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, agree it's, with you. it is. I mean, seriously, have you ever always... seen a commercial where somebody knows what they're doing with a rod and reel? Ever. It's, it's, I mean, on the Outdoor Channel you do, but I mean, that's... Oh, of course. Channel, of but on course, mainstream but, media, no. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, think about it. If you're paying this marketing company all this money, and and you're going to show this lovely lake scene, I mean, at least have somebody know how to... Okay, there's an opportunity rod. for you, Kevin. You need to consult. New career. You need to consult. Okay. I'm in. With these big marketing companies, you need to start a company called Kevin Favor Productions and say, hey. Whammo. Here, whammo. Here, <laughs> here to help you <laughs> make sure Whammo. that any kind of outdoor advertising that you have will make you look right. I'm putting it together 
right now. All right, so I'm gonna, he totally I'm gonna is. Put, totally I'm, is. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my two guys in the boat. All right, and I think I'm gonna throw Scott Shank in there. Right, that's me. Let, let me yep. guess with yep. Nerf baseball bats. <laughs> and when you screw up, uh, I, you know, because, because Jeff, Jeff, Jeff says, Jeff says, look, I can, you know, I can put whoever I want that, that, that looks like, you know, they know what they're doing, you know, I mean, and, and, and I may even throw like Tom Lucas in there, Jeff, cause he's kind of, you know, he's in good shape and stuff, but uh, you know, uh, the, 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 what, what these guys are doing. It, it so what are you trying nuts. to balance out Scott Shank I, with Tom Lucas? It's or like that movie twins here? with, I am. with I am. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, oh, would, would that be great? Yeah, and, and, and my marketing company would be like, uh, "Do what? <laughs> yeah. We're going to use these two guys." Yeah, you yeah. You, you try yeah. to put Scott Shank in a in a marketing commercial of some kind, and you're going to get fired. Kevin. I'm just. <laughs> <telling you. laughs> yeah, that's like a bad episode of Seinfeld when you're trying to be the hand model. That ain't oh, that's right. Scott Shank Absolutely. is is he does a great job. He's and he does it. He he's perfect to put in a in a boat in this commercial that you're talking about on radio. Right. <laughs> I got it. No, I, I, Bless. I, I just, we just love funny. you, Scott. I'm just, I, just, we love you, Scott Shank. Just, just starting the new year out, giving Scott Shank a little bit of a hard time. Giving him the business. Hey, by the way, I got a question for yes. you, Kevin. Okay. Um, I was listening uh, because I was on the way to, uh, to doing uh, Jaguars All Access television show on Thursdays, and I, so I get to catch you guys a little bit on the Fish and Forecast show. And so, you know, you start the show, Kevin Favor, Scott Shank, that's me. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy. Captain Ricky Papour. He does a great job. Okay. Ricky Rick, Ricky is a uh, total rookie on the radio. and, and, and but, but he started um, with us, about, I'd say, four or five months ago. Okay. And it really, all he did was just come sit in. Mm-hmm. And as we've gone on... He's gotten better and better. I mean, and, and I'll be honest with you, Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood. So, Hollywood. And, 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 and this week, and I, and I have encouraged him to chime in more. And he did a great job this week. He he did a great job. Thanks for know. saying that, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does. He does a really good job. And I was going to say that you got to, Chris. Are you are you doing that show? No. No, I don't produce it. I just does get, RJ I do just that get show? the podcast no, ready. Matt, no, Matt Levay. Matt Levay does. Okay, yep. what you need to talk to Matt about is that when when he wants to talk, to just turn off Shank's microphone for an instant, just a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just a little bit. Just, yeah, yeah, because 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm nope. joking. I'm joking. Look, he nope. he does a great job. All of you guys do a great job, and I actually enjoy listening to you guys. On Thursday, but I was trying to figure out exactly because, tell me his name again, Captain Ricky Papour. Okay, so Ricky, where where does what does he charter? He has a thirty-one uh, foot contender. Okay, does he, so is he a charter fisherman? He is. Okay, and he does offshore stuff, obviously, with a thirty-one contender, right? He 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 does he does a little bit of inshore stuff. Um, he actually Jeff will um, like d- during November December he ran my boat for me. Okay. So, so if I had charters or whatever, he would he would do all the inshore trips on on, on my boats. And I got you. I got he, you. Yeah. He no. He and and, and this was twenty twenty one was his uh, first year full time um, as a charter captain. So that's why we call him Rookie Ricky. Rookie know, Ricky. Uh, I like rookie that. Rookie Ricky. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but he ain't no rookie no more. What he caught like a 400 pound fish or something like that. What, no, what was he, the uh, last year? I think he caught in 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 one day. He caught like a 98 and an 87 pound wahoo. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It was. It was. It, yeah, it's a good yeah, day. That Kurt. is. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was an amazing day. The the pictures were amazing. But yes, he 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 does he does a very good job. Yeah, I, good job. I, I enjoyed listening to you guys, and I was kind of chuckling when Scott said that he was buying out the the bait shop so that nobody else could get any shrimp. I was like, that's that's the that's that's the smart charter captain right there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then if you he don't said he, anything, him and Rob, you him and Rob did it for Fifty-eight dozen. I was like, good God. Yeah, when he said that, I was like, is he joking? What? And then I realized that he wasn't. No, they weren't joking. They they bought fifty-eight dozen. Fifty-eight dozen shrimp they yep. bought. Yeah, do the math, Jeff. That. Times four fifty. What is that? Uh, A lot. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the math here. Okay, let me do it real okay. quick in my head. Okay, fifty-eight yeah. times four fifty. Yeah, you doing that in your head? That would be $261. Yeah, yeah, in, in, in bait. So, <laughs> I sure but wouldn't it, want to be waiting in line with my recreational bucket for a dozen, you know? No, no, well, no, no, just... no, no, no. They don't, they don't do this in the morning. They go late in the afternoon, and, 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 they, and they go when the shrimp are delivered. You know, so okay. they're, not, they're, not, they're not wiping the, the, the bait. Look, bait shops aren't stupid. They're not, they, they want to make sure everybody's being taken care of not just a couple yeah. charter captains and everybody's happy and everybody's yeah. happy yeah yeah and um and, and they i tell you what they 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 did a great job this week the, the bait shops here in st augustine um because it was I, we talked about it earlier it was it was fourth of july brother every day i mean i i i could not believe the boat traffic um it, it was it was and, and jeff it was anywhere from you know 36 yellow fins to John boats, to ski boats, uh, you know, people out on, on jet skis and skiing in the in December. I'm like going, this is wild, man. This is, it's, I don't know that I've ever seen weather that consistent for five days at the end of December. No, no, kind of crazy. Yeah. All right, let, let's let's take a break. We come back. I want to talk a little bit more fishing and uh, and then we need we need to talk about that little accident thing that happened this week too. And Jeff. the accident. We'll we'll yeah. do the accident first, and then we'll do a little fishing report on what's going on at Mayport. To be honest with you, Kirk, I want to find out a little about Sheepshead, but yep. we'll talk about the accident first right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Oh, Steenachie River Club. We got a... We got a uh, Pictures from Kevin Dean. They were fishing over in Steen Hatchie yesterday, and they were using some saltwater assassins, sea shad with the eight-ounce uh, jig head, and had one heck of a day on the trout. They got a whole picnic table full of trout. Congratulations to Kevin and his crew. And if you want to go over to Steen Hatchie, you can just stay at Steen Hatchie River Club. And uh, if you want to call and make reservations, 352 352- Okay, 352-498-3222. They've got uh, cabins for rent. You can rent boats. You can rent kayaks. they got the whole nine yards over there to where you can enjoy Steenhatchie at its finest. And the wintertime over there for trout fishing and sheep's head is supposed to be spectacular. It, it, 
I know the oh, trout yeah. fishing is is amazing. You know, um, I know that. Yeah, uh, with Kevin. Yeah, the, the the sheep's head fishing, I believe, is is more February March, but I'm sure that you could catch them catch them right now. You know, for sure. All right. So, what happened with this accident? What uh, what what accident are you guys talking about? I, I sent you guys a picture just now, um, uh, Chris and and Kevin and, and Jeff. Uh, it was an accident that happened, I believe, last Monday. Um, one of the uh, boats that was offshore that day, and it looks to appear, if you look at the picture, Jeff, it looks like what's left of a Pathfinder. Um, I don't know if you it guys can not. see that. That's a that's a 24-foot sea fox. Is it? Okay. Yes, I, it is. I, I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. But it had the back end. And I didn't get the picture. I didn't get the picture You sure you sent it to me? You sure? Yeah, you sure you sent it? You know, I mean, you're, you're not yeah, exact. Just, are you technically savvy this morning, Kirk? I just sent it to y'all. Y'all should get it any <laughs> second now. Yeah, it, it both it sent all three of y'all. All right, Give well, a so, but, but so anyway, where was this at? Mayport? This is off of Mayport somewhere in the ocean. Okay. Uh, there was some guy out there fishing. I don't know how many people were in the boat. I, I do know of two people that were in the boat that were hurt uh, pretty seriously. There, there was four, four people in the boat. But, yeah, two people in the boat that got hit and two yep. people that jumped out of the boat. So got hit by Kevin, what? Kevin, maybe you know more about it than I do. Um, I, 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 so, Jeff, we're not going to name names and stuff, but uh, charter captain in a 30-something-foot boat on autopilot coming in. Okay. From from the day, um, and, and, and again, you know, I'm just I'm, I will tell you how I heard the story, and and it, it, it could this could change anyway. But um, supposedly um, on autopilot, he looked up and saw this boat, but it was it was well to his right, um, and somehow, whether the the boat changed positions or whatever. Um, he went right over the middle of it. Oh my he god! He crushed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard y'all's uh, uh, phones ding, so you probably got the picture now. I got, yeah. yeah, I got, I got it, and it, and so this is a a twenty four Sea Fox that just basically got run over by another boat. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the picture, it's it's pretty bad. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. That's that's just picture my boat, Jeff, the t top and yeah, and everything, and it's it's all it's all gone. So I, it, yeah, it's. It, it, it's it's just one of those deals, man. Where it's um, you got to pay attention to what you're doing at all times. And and look, it, it, it can it can happen. It can happen to it can happen it to is. anyone. Not 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 just not just charter captains, man. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, there's there there was you know two or three things that, that this year that happened to charter captains that man just spooked me to death. You know, and this is this is one of them. No no well, doubt. Kevin, we've hammered it over the years. I mean, we finish our program yep. every week for 24 years with always think safety first, and we're, we're strong advocates of that. And I think that it just rings true that you, you can never do enough when you're in a boat. You don't have brakes. You don't have all the same luxuries you do uh, driving a car down a highway. There's no lines that guide you. There's no stop signs. It, it always helps to tell your your the people that are in the boat yes. with you, your clients or your your customers or your friends, look, 
there's five of us here. There's 10 eyeballs. Everybody keep a sharp lookout. Mm-hmm. And that, that just, that just rings whole true for this situation right here. Somebody wasn't paying attention and it, it maybe it, it was for a brief second. Maybe it was for a brief minute or two. It, we've all been there, but yep. man, it's a miracle. Nobody got killed in this accident. It really is. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, uh, it is, uh, you know, just like if you remember earlier this year, Jeff, Kirk, um, when, when the guy hit a whale at the St. Augustine Inlet, yeah. you know, I mean, what what are the chances? It sunk the boat. What's the, I mean, my gosh, you know, you you just you you never know. You just never know, and you just gotta you gotta be careful. Um, you know, Jeff, I I, I don't know. Uh, years ago, um, you were running in the St. Johns River, and you saw one little stob of a tree sticking up. Yep. And you you avoided it, thank God, because when you said when you went by it, it was a, a, an entire tree, and you yeah. would have you know you would have sunk your boat on that tree. Yeah, yeah, there, there's you know? no doubt. And uh, I'm in the process of of putting this picture up on our Facebook page, yeah. and uh, uh, it should be up now. So just give me a second here, but I, I'm pretty sure I got it up. I, I'm. Exactly. I'm not as technologically as savvy as my wife, but I'm trying. So, but yeah, that's that's a scary situation. And how, there were four people on the boat, you said. That's from what I understand. It was and four then people two the of them two got of, hurt pretty good. Yep. Wow. Two of them jumped out of the boat as it got hit, and the other two were still in the boat when it got hit. God. That's what I heard. Golly. Man, that's scary. I mean, you think about it. It took the T-top off. Yeah. It took the center console out. It ripped that motor off the const or the back of the stern of the boat to the point where it's leaning to one side. It destroyed the boat, and I can't imagine the boat that hit it what it looks like yeah. on the bottom either. You know, uh, you would think it yeah. was a mess too. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, it, no doubt. It's that that stuff, boat right man. there. Yeah, you. I mean, the motor is. It looks like it had the a boat. Looked like it had two double power poles on the back. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if that had a T-top, I mean, there's not even a T-top involved. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's... There's, there's no console. Wow. Center console. Yeah, there's involved. no center console. Mm-mm. My goodness. And I'm sure that, it, I don't know if he was anchored or he was dead in the water or he, or he was running slowly. I don't know. I don't know the details. I'm sure there's an investigation. Um, well, I'm sure there's would... going to be an investigation on that now. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, a no joke one right there, and and it's up, folks. It's on our on our Facebook page. I, I don't know how to get it on our Instagram page. I'll have to ask talk the wife. Yeah, I have yeah, to talk yeah. to the expert on that one. Right, 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 right. But you know, think about it. How many times? And, and I've been running boats since I was twelve years old. How many times when you run a boat, you're you're driving and you're not really super focused on the front of the boat and the water within two or 300 yards of the bow of the boat. Right. How many times it happens? Uh, yep. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, I'm, it does. I'm guilty. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you, <clears throat> I have avoided over the years collisions with sea turtles, you know, yeah. because it, 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 you know, a sea turtle can, can pop up at any point in time. And so there's, you know, I mean, literally, oh, you know, oh my gosh, and you take a right, and thank goodness you didn't hit. I've never hit one. But it's just what you're talking about, Kurt. You have to pay attention all the time. Even if you're out in the wide open ocean and it's beautiful, 
You just yeah. you never know, man. You never know what's going to happen. How many times have you been running offshore and been out 15 miles and it looks like the biggest pond in the world yep. and you can't see a boat for miles and you're running along and you glance to the left and you look back in front of you and there's a tree. And you're going, where in the crap did that thing come from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you, uh, and you're going. That's right. And, you know, and you look over to the, like you said, Jeff, you look to the right and you go, God, it's a whole freaking tree. Mm-hmm. And you're going, and it's 15 miles off the beach. And you're going, damn, if I'd hit that, that'd have been nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just raises the issue that, like you said, Kevin, keep a sharp lookout. Watch what you're doing. You know, even if you're on autopilot, it doesn't excuse you from the fact that you still need to have a lookout at all times. I mean, that's the fifth rule of the road, to post a lookout. That's the (laughs) fifth rule of the collision regulations, is to always post a lookout at all times. Yeah, that's 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 scary. Uh, gosh, man, I hope uh, hope the people that were in that boat are going to be okay. And that's not exactly how you vision your day going in the boat. No, no, not not at all. No, 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 you're you're out there on a beautiful day, and but that's how fast it can happen. Yeah, oh yeah. You, it's like it's like Kirk said. There's nobody around. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and, and and then that happens. So I, I'm with you. I hope they're all going to be okay. All right, uh, let, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We're going to talk to Dave. He wants to talk some grill stuff and more. Oh, that's a good topic for me. I like talking oh, grill yeah. stuff, okay? Yeah, me too. And we'll also do a Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the youngest and most dependable fleet in the industry. And they have everything from light towers, aerial lifts, bulldozers, backhoes, you name it, they got it at ringpower.com. And if you would like to have them help out your business and keep it running without interruption, go to ringpower.com to learn more. And this week's tip comes from Captain Kevin. Big red fish this week with you and Travis and and who's the other guy with you? That's Doug. Doug, Doug Wenzel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so what happened was is that um, this was on Thursday, right? And I, I fished inshore on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And Wednesday it kind of waned off, you know. And I know how much those guys love to go sheep's head fishing, Jeff. So I thought, yeah, I'll grab some fiddler crabs, um, some live shrimp, and and hit the inshore wrecks. Yeah. And ocean, ocean was beautiful. First couple spots we hit. We caught snapper, snapper, sea bass, snapper, um, and then Travis did did catch a, a very nice sheep's head. Well, in the meantime, while they were vertical jigging with, you know, we were using pretty light stuff. Um, I was taking a spinning rod and, and 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 just throwing it like way upwind and, and working it back. Well, I hooked two fish with this light stuff that I just couldn't stop. I mean, you know, I, they they busted me off, and I'm like, you know. That's not sharks. That's got to be something else. So anyway, I beefed it up a little bit, and and then I, I was like, Doug, take your because he was using a little heavier stuff. Take it and chuck it up up upwind and just ease it along the bottom. And he did. Uh, and uh, if you saw that that first fish with Doug sitting on the bow, that fish was giant. I Big. Mean, it was, I mean, forty plus. Man. Easy. I mean, just yeah, he's just a giant fish. Uh, yeah, so then we all kind of yeah, we all kind of. Uh, like I said, just just I, I went to heavier fluorocarbon, and and the cool thing is, is that, you know, we were basically drifting for 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 whiting at that time, and Kirk 
you, you taught me this years ago. You know, you talk to your, yep. your guys at Commercial Whiting Fish, and they, they catch those bull reds all the time. And, and, and so it was like all now all of us kind of switched over to either some type of a, a chunk bait or a really, really big shrimp. Uh, ended up catching five and broke three off. Mm, so nice. fun, fun stuff, man. Great it, fish. It, it, it ended up being just a, I mean, an awesome day. That was, uh, that you know, and, and the cool thing about out there, Kurt, you're in 20, 22 feet of water, right? Yep. There's no current. And we were, we were catching them, Jeff, on our little inshore rod. Sure. You know, we were just putting heavy fluorocarbon on there. If you, it, 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 it was, it was, a, it was an absolute blast. So anyway, the ring power tip is that there are, there are there, there are bull reds out there. It's not your typical uh, in the river around bridges, but your inshore wrecks on the beach. There's there's a lot of bull reds around. They stay there all winter long too, Kevin. I mean, they get I, over I, there on the edge of those sand hills, and and uh, David King yeah, is the one that actually turned me on to them years ago. Yep. You know, you get out there and you, you get a mile or so east of the Jack's Beach Pier, start drifting around. When you start finding croakers in whiting, mm-hmm. throw the hook down, which is for us as a trolling motor, start catching them, and then butterfly them and throw them back over the side, and you'll wear out the, the big bull reds, and you'll catch big bonnethead sharks too this time yep. of year. Yep, yep, right. absolutely. And that's your uh, Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. All right, let's let's go to the funnels. I want to come back to the to the fishing on the beach question here in just a minute. But first, let's go talk to Dave. He's got uh, grill stuff and more questions. Good morning, Dave. Dave, there he is. Hello, Dave. Here we are. How you doing, man? Morning. Good. Hey, good morning, man. Hey, I want to thank you all for a great time uh, at the Christmas party, man. I had a blast out there. It was good meeting you, and uh, it was really good to meet Top Gun out there. I, I really, you know, was happy to put a. Uh, face with a name there but uh, it was it was a good time man and uh i went this past wednesday uh back up there to hagen and i bit the bullet and bought me a, a traeger it's a uh, timberline 850 the wood pellet it's got wi-fi and a rotisserie and all that in it and uh i've just i've never had a, a wood pellet grill so i'm just wondering it's got like a 24 pound capacity uh i'm just wondering as far as the wood pellets there's several different flavors and stuff out there varieties and I'm going to do a brisket uh, today. I'm going to get it going today on a brisket. So I'm just wondering if you guys might know any any tips as to what pellets are best for that. Yeah, there's actually a whole menu of, uh, I guess you could say, wood pellets and whatever you're cooking. You know what I mean? Right. So, so typically your sweeter woods more for like a chicken, pork, and then a little bit stronger for your beef. Uh and I will you tell know, you, I, I think like a, uh, gosh, what uh, what's the name of it? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to see if I can find out exactly what it is. Pellet Flavor Guide. Okay, I got the Traeger Pellet Flavor Guide up here. Yeah. Oh, okay. cool. Okay. Okay, and they actually have it. If You, you can search. Uh, it's at Traeger.com. And they actually sh- uh, tell you exactly what they recommend for different meats. And so for the beef, they recommend everything but apple. So you could do the pecan, the oak, the mesquite, the maple, the hickory, the cherry, or the alder. Okay. But most people will tell you, and I I think you probably get a lot of different opinions, but the hickory, I think, is what a lot of people like for like a brisket. Right. Or an oak. It's got a little bit more smoky, kind of strong flavor to it. But uh, I'm a big fan of the pecan, too. So take your pick there, but seriously, go to Traeger.com, and that's the one thing. You can download the Traeger. Have you downloaded the Traeger app to your phone yet? I have not. 
You need to do that because okay. literally you can control your entire Traeger grill with all the Wi-Fi and all the cool capabilities. And they yeah, have, man, they said uh, yeah, they say you can actually program it and, uh, and drive away, and it'll it'll cook, and you can you know te- text it on the phone, and it'll tell you what it's doing and everything. It it actually it's totally true, and it does have all that thing. But most importantly, what I mean, I I, I don't quite go that far where I put in the meat temperature gauge and then let the whole thing cook it for me. Right. But, but I will tell you that the app also has a million different recipes for everything that you're going to cook on that thing. That was my next question, so that's awesome. Cool. Yes. I mean, you can literally get the app, and then you've got a million recipes at the touch of your fingertips, and they are really good. You'll enjoy it. That's awesome, man. My family's happy, and I can't wait to come over for dinner a few times now. <laughs> there you go. You got good stuff, man. But listen, I really enjoyed the, uh, the, the uh, party and everything, and uh, – uh, I do have another question, and I'll hang up and, and listen to you on the air, uh-huh. uh, it, uh, about a, the boating safety classes. If you guys can maybe recommend some boating safety classes or where to go to get that. So y'all have a great day and a happy new year, okay? Thank you, Dave. Yep. Happy new year. All right. Bye now. Kirk? Yeah, the Coast Guard Auxiliary offers a uh, a class. Um, if, if you go online, I think if you go online, you can research that and Google it. And they'll give you the dates. And also the local powerboat squadron does the same thing. And I, I would I would urge everybody has an opportunity to take one of those classes. It really makes you a better boater. Teaches you a little bit about the collision regulations and about how the buoy system in the intercoastal land and the river works. And I think it would be great. Yeah, the uh... – I'm trying to think. There, there was a website, and gosh, if, if, uh, if somebody knows, it was like the Power Squadron, wasn't it? Yep, that's it. Um, America's Boating. I know he came on the air with us, Jeff, Kevin, gosh, uh, yeah. about a year ago and, and talked in detail about it and when the classes were. I think they do them once a month or every other month. Uh, I don't know if they do them, you know, up with, with a lot of frequency, like once a, once a week. Right. But – you know, there's plenty of time for that as we move closer into spring. The weather's going to probably get a little bit more lousy here in the next couple of months. Be a great opportunity to take one of the classes. Right. Yeah. And if anybody has the uh, the exact website for that, and we used to have it, I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, give us a call or uh, and just let Chris know. But yeah, there, there's a boating safety class that uh, that is available. And uh, and then Kirk doesn't the doesn't the coast or do, isn't there classes like what, what what class were you teaching there for a while? I was teaching the basic OUPV, which is a an uninspected power vessel. So basically, a lot of folks call it six pack, six passengers or less. Okay, um, but it's still that's the first leg of becoming a you know a deck officer in the merchant marine. So it's it's a serious class. It's 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 something that's pretty uh, in depth. I know Kevin. It's been a long time since he took it, and been a long time since I took it. But taught it for a couple of years over at uh, Quality Maritime. <laughs> I was eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, a long it's time. a serious class. I mean, All right. Yeah. You oh yeah. To, I've, to I found it. <laughs> I have found it. Okay, and it's uh it's safeboatingjacks.com. There you go. Safe, okay. There you go. Safeboatingjacks. J A X safeboatingjacks.com and uh and then here's uh they've got information available at that website so check it out and then you can contact them also via email through that website all right let's uh let's go talk to david wants to talk about the offshore scary story that we just talked about i'm assuming good morning david 
Hey, guys. Um, it just made me remember about two or three weeks ago, I was with uh, Captain Frank Cole and Captain Joe Wallace, and we were jigging for Cobia and then ran out to Elton Bottom, which I'm an inshore guy, but I just know that's a fur piece out there. And uh, we were just getting set up, and out of nowhere comes a like a little Yamaha jet boat, like an overblown PWC, and with two people on it. El- at Elton Bottom? Yes, sir. Unbelievable. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, what so, came by? A little Yamaha jet boat, I guess. It's like an overgrown wave runner. Okay. Was there anybody on it? Two people. And the guy was coming right at us. And we started getting a little weird and thinking, what on earth is this? You know, and the guy's coming right at us, and we started pulling everything up. And He was lost. Well, yeah. He said he got close enough to us. We were trying to wave him off conversation even went to you know is anybody carrying today because we didn't know what was going on and um he got close enough to yell at us and say where is saint august oh oh oh, yeah oh my god and and we you know we were kind of conflicted because we started you know there was four of us on board and we were looking for like a mothership or so we were thinking pirates or something and then on the on the other end of the spectrum we thought well maybe the poor guy really is lost but how on earth did he get all the way out here God, no compass. Yeah. Well, and we just kind of, you know, pointed. And I mean, out there, what are you going to reference? You know, we just kind of pointed in one yeah. direction. So, well, you know, go that way, but stay away from us because we don't know what the you're sun. doing. And, and uh, but anyway, it just kind of, with what you were talking about earlier, just kind of brought up this subject of, God, you know, that's security. crazy. What do you guys think about, you know, if you, when you're going to run offshore, what do you, what do you do about security and, where do you draw the line? That's a, that's a great that. question. Yeah, it that, really is. It, it, it really is. That's a, that's a. That, it, I'm not gonna say it's a touchy subject, but I mean, you know, yeah. There's there's a lot of people that that, that carry. You know, I mean, I'm not one of them to be honest with you, but I I, I do know plenty of them that do. We got boarded during snapper season of FWC, and while he was doing his thing, he was talking to us and saying that from his perspective. If you're qualified, you ought to be carrying, is what he said. Right. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Just want to throw that out there. I I think as as a boater, too, and Kevin, you would probably agree, and Jeff, I mean, we have what I call a a zone. And when I'm that far offshore, that zone can be as far as a half a mile. And when you start to infringe on that half a mile and you're coming close to me, that always sent, that's already sending a flag at my pole. Like it's time to move or think about moving or try to try to figure out whether there's a risk of collision. If this, this guy is passed out or like you said, Jeff, is there anybody in the boat? Is it just set the wide open and there's nobody in there? They fell out. That's, I mean, in the realm of things that could possibly happen in today's world. Sure. Why not? So especially, that, especially, I mean, what, what, Elton Bottom's what, 50 miles offshore, Kirk? Yeah, yeah 50 to 55, 60 miles. That's, what, yeah. What, kind yeah. Of, what kind of range do those jet ski things have? God, I don't know, Jeff. About 50 I miles. Mean, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, David, <laughs> you were, David, what you're talking about, I mean, where's the mothership and you're wondering, are these pirates? I mean, yeah. that's the first thing. I mean, when you're that far offshore, you're thinking there's no way they could have gotten here without being from like some kind of mothership or something. Yeah, that's that's what was going through our minds, and that's why I said it. You know, it, it's sad to say, but it was, you know, the, the 
captain went around and said, you know, are you carrying? And I'm like, well, one day, no, sorry. And, um, and then that launched into a whole nother discussion about if you're going to do that, what would be the proper thing to carry? And, you know, that's a whole nother Mos- deal. Mossberg uh, makes a great, um, pistol grip saltwater shotgun, by the way. Yeah. Well, we were we talked about that. It's what about the range? I mean, if, you, if if it really is a bad situation, by the time that becomes lethal enough, is the other guy too close? Yeah, that's right, David. You don't want to be in that place too, where you you know that's that's a last resort item. It really is. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've carried a weapon for my for forever, and I'm going to tell you that's that's a last resort. I mean, if you read everything, you study it, and you should. They make books about it. They write books about it. Um, you know, I, that's why I always use that that half a mile. And Kevin, I know you do because we're always kind of trying to be secretive as as to where we're fishing. Not right. That, you know, we're hiding from anybody, but it's like, look, you know, we spent 25, 30 years out there trying to find good places to fish. And when we find them, some people we share with and some people, hey, I'm not sharing this with you. You know, and that's you come right. into that half mile zone. I'm going to pick up and start moving. I'm going to start moving away from you. Right. But it's ironic that you bring that up, David, because it's been, it's been probably 20 years ago. I'll never forget. I was fishing off the Jack's beach pier with a guy that I went to, to school with and he came here and we were offshore fishing and we were dragging these baits and I looked up and here comes this 50 foot hatters. And they're bearing down on us, and I'm watching them, and they get in that half-mile perimeter. I'm going, all right, pull the lines in. So we pull the lines in, and the guy's still bearing down on me, and I start turning away from him, and he starts waving like, I need help. So I slow down. He slows down. He runs up on the bow of the boat, and he goes, where am I? <laughs> and I'm like, "Good Lord, what? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, excuse me? And he goes, where are we, where are we at? Where, where is this? And I said, you're off Jacksonville. And he goes, well, I'm trying to find Daytona. <laughs> and I go Daytona and he goes where's the Daytona inlet and I said sir you got a couple of inlets to go I mean you got three inlets to go yeah and I said you're gonna have to go s- south that's south he didn't even he had all this navigation equipment he had no idea how to use it I mean he had state-of-the-art stuff on that dash up there you could <laughs> Rodney see Dangerfield <laughs> yep you yeah. got it Kevin and the guy just yeah. printed up he just printed business cards the week before captain yeah. for hire <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Right. unbelievable! I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Well, David, we appreciate the call. It's a it's a great story and uh, a scary one. It is that. a great story, and, and we real, appreciate. Real it. Real quick, there's a the USCCA U.S. Concealed Carry Association has incredible information on you know carrying safely and properly. And like you guys said, they they at the end of every article or whatever they say that this is a last resort. You, know, you, yep. you don't want to. You know, they, they try to teach you how to not end up there. Yep, it's a you know, huge responsibility. It is. It is. Hey, love the show, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, brother. Have a great one. Happy right. New Year. Thank you, David. All right, uh, another quick break here, and then uh, we got to talk to Archie, and uh, we also have to do a Kirby Co. Inc. Cooking Tip of the Week, and yes, it involves black-eyed peas, but we're going to help make them palatable uh, uh, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And the new year has arrived in their honeydew list. 
has gotten longer because you just completely ignored them during the holiday season. Well, I've got a number for you to call, and that's Handyman Travis, 904-510-4020, and let Handyman Travis handle all of those honeydew things so that you can start the new year right, especially with the uh, your way better half. All right, Guilty. boys, uh, i got yeah. a question for you. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, the big redfish that you're talking about, and Archie, hang tight here just a second. Uh, the big redfish you were talking about, Kevin, catching off of the beach, and Kirk, you were talking about how they're there essentially uh, throughout the winter. I noticed uh, this week at the beach there were some guys that were out there surf fishing, quite a few of them catching some decent-sized sharks. What kind of sharks are they? Those are usually those uh, cold-water spotted sharks. Okay. Yeah. What it call salt? What is it? Uh, fine tooth? Yeah, I've I've just I've always known them as cold water spotted puppy, sharks. Puppy yeah. sharks. But hey, I I I will I, I got to tell you guys this before I forget. Jeff, speaking of the beach surf, blah blah blah. First hand report, uh, Jeff from a very good friend of ours, nameless. Uh, huge pogey pods on the beach yesterday with tarpon in them. Really. You yep. gotta be kidding. Nope. No. Nope. First hand report from the most reliable source that you could get. And I and, and he called me yesterday afternoon. He was coming in. He said, Kevin, he said, There's pogies everywhere. And he said their tarpon are feeding on them. Well, I know that the pogies have been there. I've been seeing <laughs> I've been seeing the pelicans. But he yeah, Jeff, he he was talking about like the, the, the summer schools. Wow. The big purple pods. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's crazy. That is wild. That's messed up, man. That is really whack. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, we're into some kind of time vortex or some crap. I, I I agree with you, Kurt. I mean, I, when he told me that, I was like, "Wow, unbelievable!" I can I can see pogies on the beach, and I can see the big reds underneath them and stuff, you mm-hmm. know. But tarpon feeding this at the end of December. Uh, the, the latest that I've ever caught one is Halloween, and <laughs> and, I, and and and. and you know, now you're looking at the end of December. Crazy. You know? Yeah, it is crazy. It's been a crazy, it, Jeff? crazy winter. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Archie. Let's talk a little fishing stuff. Morning, Archie. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. Good. Good. I'm sitting on the Rod and Reel Pier at uh, Anna Marie Island. Catching nice. Sheep um, said, and uh, the guys are pulling snook around all around me. <laughs> Yeah, That's such a pretty down place down now, there. Where is that uh, for people that don't know like me? Bradenton, basically, uh, west of Bradenton. On okay. Yes, yeah, so, so, the bottom point of Tampa Bay down here. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just wanted to say uh, thank you for last week. Enjoyed the show out at uh, Hagen. And uh, you guys, you know, you and Hagen, man, y'all just go together, man. It's great. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> nah, it's been, it's yeah. been great. <laughs> Well, I, I go all the way back to the Nimic days, so I've seen, seen y'all in just about every situation. That would seem to work out pretty good. Yeah, the uh, I can tell you it was great to see everybody and uh, great to, to hang out a little bit, and it was extremely busy. I'm very happy for everybody that won something there. And, uh, yeah, it, it was, you know, it was, was really great. really cool to see uh, uh, you know, the couple top prizes. I mean, there was a lot of prizes that were given away, but, uh, man, <coughs> the, the guy that won the kayak, I mean, he's sitting there in front. And I, I when I called, I called the first name out, and and he raised his hand because I was trying to figure, you know, kind of have a little bit of fun and suspense with it. And then I said, "Hey, it's your last name, so and so." And he goes, "That's me." I said, "Congratulations!" And he was like, "Oh my god!" 
That was cool. Did yeah, you hear the story cool. about that guy? No. I think somebody had somebody had to call him and like get him to come because he was like <laughs> on the sleep or something. I don't know. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, those Hagen's a uh, good guy. Bill and his family, man, they just they're good people. And uh, your wife is amazing. She just uh, she never stops. And I think it's David Mitchell there at the church at the uh, store does such a great job. So uh, appreciate you guys always. Uh, had to talk to you since we were down at Seenahatchee, and we had a good trip down there, caught a bunch of fish. So we're heading back to Crystal River in the spring. So uh, Hiberni Outfitters is alive and well. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the hats, by the way. Oh, you're welcome, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. To you. Good deal. All right, thank you, Archie. Happy you New Year, guys. buddy. Thanks, Archie. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye. Happy New Year. All right, so hey, Jeff, I, need a, I need a sheep's head report, Kirk. Oh well, it's 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 been it's been up and down. I mean, it's, it it has not changed in the last couple of weeks. There are days when they go out there and they crush them. Um, I, I know I talked to Steve Mullen and and Jeremy Alvarez and Brad Smith this week. Unfortunately, I've been under the weather, so I've kind of laid low, so I didn't spread it. But uh, they have gone out, and on good days, they've caught you know eight, ten, fifteen, and then go out the next day and catch three. Um, there's been, you know, no consistency to it. That's just crazy. Are, 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 are they doing some of the offshore stuff? Uh, yeah, some of the guys are dinking offshore and trying that. But again, the, the <laughs> here in the problem is the the dirt, the dog on red snapper, Kevin. I, I I was just getting ready to say the same thing. I mean, I, I you know, I'm trying to hit <clears throat> all my little local stuff. You know, two, three, four miles offshore. Well, obviously, it, it, outside of three miles, and right. the, the the snapper are just ferocious. And you don't think, Jeff? You don't think a snapper will eat a fiddler crab? Or a you can, highway yeah, minute. I, I mean, it, dude, they'll eat anything. And so, yeah, Kirk. I, you know, I was so excited on Thursday fishing with Doug and Travis because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go sheep's head fishing. Yeah. And pulled up to my first little wreck, and there's nobody there. I'm like, this is awesome. And, you know, I look up, and, and Doug's doubled over. And I'm like, all right, you know, and snapper. And then Travis gets <laughs> snapper. It's like, oh, my gosh, seriously? You know, I mean, it's like all the three to seven pound snapper. Kevin, White, Kevin you know, the, next, yeah, go the next time you go out uh-huh. there, I got a solution okay. for you. Okay. 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 Yes. All you need to do is go by Hagen, get you, get you a small – one of them little paint things of black paint, okay? And then you paint little stripes going down the sides on them right. snapper, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. uh-huh. and, and then just uh-huh. and then throw them in the box, and they'll be good. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure that will go over good. <laughs> yeah. That's like getting caught offshore with a shotgun, and he goes, hey, what's the shotgun for? Oh, well, I got a duck call right here. <laughs> Hey Kirk, oh, we're, Kirk, we're, if you're we're open, out, but we're we're calling in these big old bluebills out here, sir. Kirk, if you if you ain't got nothing next Friday, okay, keep I'm in. keep it open. I'm on. I'm in. All right, me and me and Dylan are gonna come and go with you next Friday. There you go. Do a little exploration and and uh, on some of these sheep's head because I Ex- I got an itch to go. I know. I hear you. I wouldn't mind eating some too. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I was excited about. Just bring some home and. And eat, eat some, yeah. Eat the yep. darn thing. All right, so do you guys, or would you guys eat black-eyed peas as a side to, mm. to sheep's head? No. I'd ruin it. I'm, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a total disagree. I love black-eyed peas. Do you? Do you really? I, 
Yes, I do. I I've man, never like Carrie. Carrie cooks them, puts a little ham in them, and oh my god, they are so good. They're, I, I, but I've eaten black-eyed peas my whole life. I mean, so I, I have too. My mom, yeah, I, that was her tradition. We we had to eat a, a tablespoon on New Year's Day. That was about all I could stomach. All right. Well, I've got <laughs> I've got a recipe because okay. because uh, this was passed on to me as a way that you can eat black-eyed peas and enjoy it. Okay. Okay. And this okay. is called black-eyed pea soup with collard greens and sausage. Well, then that ain't really black-eyed peas. Well, it's black-eyed peas. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, it, yeah. So you give them up. I mean, come on. What do you put in your collards? Uh, ham hocks. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. See, right, so peas on, in there and on our Facebook page, peas. okay, essentially the ingredients, a little olive oil, yellow onion, some carrots, some celery, some fresh garlic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. this is getting kind of long now. Hold no, on. no, 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 it's kind of a Kirk thing, but I'm not <laughs> giving you the exact specifications here. Keep going there, Cliff logs. Notes version. Okay, a little smoked sausage, and if you got some <laughs> venison smoked sausage, okay. Uh, some thyme, some chicken broth, tomatoes, some collard greens, okay, and some black-eyed peas, a little salt, a little pepper, and all the instructions are on our Facebook page because black-eyed peas stink on their own. Amen. You have to infuse them with a little bit of flavor. So did, is that dirt. the reason that they made them like New Year's Day, you got to eat them for, for luck because that's the only time, the only reason people eat them? Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Okay. So, yes. So so if bacon would have been the, the, the choice of food that you have to eat for luck, we'd be much better off. Way better off. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> It'd be like, okay. I'm changing oh, the way do I, I have eat. to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twist my arm. <laughs> yeah, but here's the best part about this little because you know at the bearded pig they actually use carrots in their greens, right? And they're fantastic. Uh huh. Yeah. So hey, by the way, did you eat those greens? I saw you on on Facebook. That the, dude, the, I crushed them. Those were so good. Oh, yeah, they were Kurt, good. did you eat those? Did you they have were them? Delicious. They were delicious. They were absolutely delicious. We oh got, my gosh! We got as a, a as a gift on the on the Christmas show special. We all got Chris. Did you get some too? I think Chris did too. Yeah, he did. Thumbs up. He gave me. Uh, but we all got a Tupperware container of greens from the Moore family, and they had like a little bit of a kind of a meat in it, and uh, the green and ex- it was the second best. Uh, Bowl of greens that I have ever had. Seriously, it, it, they were they were they were they were really good. The but they called it a they called it a stew, I and, believe. And it kind of greens. It was kind of yeah. like a stew because it had that that kind of ground up meat sausage in it. Yeah, and it was outstanding. It, it, it was it was it, it was, was very delicious. good. And yeah, I, you I could probably it. put some heart into that. Tara Tara ended up making a uh, some cornbread biscuits so that I could oh. eat it. Those look good. Too, and then man. we asked for the recipe, and uh, and we uh, we were told we were going to get it, but we have we haven't seen it yet. I have a feeling that uh, uh, Mr. Moore's wife is not willing to give up the recipe. Mm. Mm. Just saying, and that, that's okay if she doesn't want to give it up. That's but fine. It, but yep. if she does, we would love to have it. Yeah, we could definitely feature it. Oh my gosh, that's a it was so yeah. good. That was yep. so good. So good. Yep. So, so we've got a nice little black-eyed pea stew greens recipe for those that want to 
eat black-eyed peas today, but they don't want to have to choke them down. Here's a way to do it to where they actually can <laughs> taste good. Yeah, put a lot of sausage and bacon in them. Next week, our Kirby Co. Cook, cooking Tip of the Week, and that's your Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. The uh, next week tip, uh, Dylan's girlfriend does homemade pie crusts. And oh. she's got a recipe because she made us a homemade apple pie uh-huh. that literally it was the best crust Uh-oh. of an apple pie that I have ever had. Oh. Wow. And so I'm going to ask her, Miss Jewel, if she better. will make one more pie this week so that I can bring it in to the Nimnik Outdoor Show next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm. So as we are telling everybody how to make this homemade pie crust, we can actually sample it on the air and be a witness to it. Cool. All right? Okay. Yeah. That sounds We're good. In. Because I had two pieces of apple pie yesterday, and I oh, my, my second one sure. I had at 10 o'clock last <laughs> night. Did you have ice cream on them too? The first one at noon I did. That thing's gone. <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my well, gosh. We'll have, to get, we'll have to get the band back together for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week. Yeah. Next week. I had. I was going to bring in what I had today for you guys, but obviously we're all, not all in studio. So, all right, let's go no. to the phone lines, and let's bring up Willie this morning. Morning, Willie. Hey, <clears throat> excuse me. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning, Good morning Willie. Willie. Happy New Year. Um, I, I just, as Southern and as much food as y'all eat, I cannot believe that all, well, two of the three of you don't like black-eyed peas. Thank you. I don't yeah. know, Willie. I, Thank I, you, I Willie. Have, my mom's recipe just I have eaten them all good. my life, and just ham hocks and salt, and Lord have mercy, I could eat a whole bowl, a whole, a whole pot of them. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-mm. Nah, something's go crazy, redneck up in here. Mm-mm. That's right. <laughs> I always thought it tasted like you eating know, a bowl of dirt. Preach <laughs> it, Kirk. Preach it. You know, I, I, Jeff, I used to think y'all had think? some some food credit. credit you tell him, Willie. Absolutely. I, I don't understand, especially Jeff. He doesn't like soft shell crabs. He doesn't nope. like pompano. And now he's telling nope. me he doesn't like black eyed peas. Nope. What in the what? Nope. And what the what? You know, you know, and, and, and Willie, here it is. This I always love this when they say, "Well, that must be a southern thing." Dude, you're in oh, Florida. That, it's no further southern than Florida. Of, okay. Of course it's southern. Jeez. I'm not doing Where it, Willie. That okay. food comes from the south. My, my palate. I don't know if my. I mean, my palate. I'm sorry. Just I mean, black-eyed peas. I'm with Kurt. Yeah, black-eyed peas of turkey. You just it don't tastes, like it. It tastes like dirt with a hint of clay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, brother. Yeah, but then I still don't understand the pompano and the soft-shell crabs. Pompano's terrible. I love soft-shell crabs. And the soft-shell crabs, I mean, look, look, Willie, I love blue crab. I could eat I could eat my weight in blue crab. I mean, I love blue crab. But I'm not going to – the texture of a soft-shell crab, it's just – I mean, why? I mean, it's like, okay, let me go chew on some reeds – out of the garden that have fallen off of a tree. I don't know who cooked your soft shell crabs, but you should really try a good one. I have. Because I have never had anything taste like reeds. It's like eating shrimp Extra tails, ready? fried shrimp tails. Who in the heck Oh, does shrimp that? tails. Oh, stop. Oh, you, shrimp tails are the you best. You don't eat the fried shrimp tail? No. Oh, you got to eat the shrimp what? tail. What the what? Yeah. Oh, what is you, wrong with you? 
No, I mean that's. I mean the, the reason. It's a southern thing. Willie. Why those the <laughs> shells are there <laughs> is to to take it off before you eat it. Oh. Well, there's good meat in there. You're throwing away. No, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, whatever you have a whole fried brim. Do you eat the tail? Hell no. Oh, that's, dude, it's the best oh, part. Oh, come on. That's, that's just it's like a potato chip. chip. No, I'm not doing it. I'll eat potato chips if I want to eat something that tastes like a potato chip. Okay? Voodoo chips and Lay's do a great job. I don't need to eat a fishtail. Oh, it's awesome. I'll go down to Parker Farms and get a potato out of the yeah, ground. Man, i got to be really hungry. Yeah, uh, that's a thing. I know it. Kirk eats fishtails. Mm. Fishtails and black eyed peas. There's living. That's right. That's, that's right. what I'm talking about. That's, that's the best luck in the world right there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, now all this talk about life. food and fried shrimps got me thinking that I need to make a quick drive to Singleton to get me a fried shrimp platter Singleton's right now. is closed, Jeff. Oh, uh, what? Yep, Singleton's is closed. What? Like, like for Forever? good? Yep. It's done. No. It's closed. Wow. You just yeah, told us that now? A month ago. Well, I wish somebody would have put that out there. You're kidding me. No. It's real. a disappointment. The, the best shrimp dive there is. Well, guys, I, I want to thank y'all for putting my name out there and everything. And I want to wish all of y'all a safe and prosperous new year. And let's hope everybody stays healthy. Let's do yeah. Thanks again, and Happy New Year! And, yeah, and hey, Willie, uh, I, yeah? I'm not, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I I got a bucket for you, um, and 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 <laughs> probably five five or six rods with with eyes that, so it's got and, your yeah, name and, on it. That's right, it's got and, your name on it. And, and, and you know if, what? if anybody and else needs of, to get a rod or reel fixed, uh, Willie's number is seven zero eight fish. Fish, I love it. And there's yeah. a there's a lot of people that have. Uh, called me since the uh christmas show so again thanks you're welcome did, any, a, did any of those people ask uh if you could help them figure out how to hold the rod since kevin is so concerned about people holding it you upside know, yeah I see the same commercials and it drives me bat crazy <laughs> thank you willie yeah and it's crazy. like especially the guy that's on the beach up north and he's i know he's striper fishing and he throws the rod out and he's got that look about him like he's all you know, chiseled chin and everything, and I'm like, God, just throw the rod in the sand and walk away because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it really just drives me crazy. I, you know, and the way he casts, and I'm like, oh, my God, this, who, did, who did this? Exactly. Uh, Thank you, Willie. drives me crazy. I mean, d- dude. I'll, There's got to be a preconceived a, notion on how to fish. There really has to be, and you got to look at it from I, – I can't well, believe I'm, you, Kevin. But if I see that, I'm not buying the product. No, and I'm, I'm not I'm seriously. Oh my god! Anyway, it's like a bad right, well, let me interrupt you guys because we got to take a break. Yeah, we do. Thank All you, right, Willie. Right. Happy New Thanks, Year, buddy. Willie. Happy New Year, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. All right, we come back. Uh, we're going to do an updated tides and an updated weather here in the year 2022. <music> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Logaman, Favor, Walt. And yes, the bearded one, Chris, we're all here oh, in various yeah. different ways. We are. And, well, here, not here. 
We're gonna we're now gonna do a weather report, and we're gonna belly up to the bar at the Bearded Pig. And we're gonna put an order in. Okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. order for us because I like to do that. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna start out. Surprise me at all. We're gonna start out with some jalapeno poppers and some burnt ends. Done. And we're gonna have some smoked wings. Okay. okay. Three appetizers like for the four of us. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. Then yep. we're gonna have a whole South Bank. Okay. The whole South Bank is a half rack of ribs, a half a chicken. Wow. And then we're going to have a half a pound of two kinds of meats, and I am going to pick for us, okay, brisket mm-hmm. and pulled pork. All right. Fatty. Okay, then we get a yes, absolutely no, fatty, fatty cut brisket. on the brisket. Yeah. And then we get a choice of four sides, and sort of the sides we're going to do mac and cheese, collard Black greens, baked beans, beans, and fries. You okay with that? Yep, fries. There you go. I'm in. What time? Uh, and then we're going to have banana pudding for everybody oh, at the end couch. of that. Jeff, I, I, don't, I don't have room. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, all right. <clears throat> now we're full. Oh gosh! Uh, and so the good. weather today, southwest five to ten, becoming south ten to fifteen in the afternoon. Got a cold front coming in tomorrow. Southwest fifteen to twenty, diminishing to ten to fifteen in the afternoon. Then Monday, northwest winds. Here comes that cold front. Northwest twenty to twenty-five knots, becoming north fifteen to twenty in the afternoon. Tuesday. Northeast winds 10 to 15. Wednesday, north winds 5 to 10. And you got another cold front coming in. Whammo! About Thursday. So keep an eye on that. And a tides report. We're going to go to Angie Subs. And I'm going to do something different, boys. I'm going to have me a Jack Del Rio Grande, which is turkey, roast beef, bacon, provolone, mushrooms, barbecue, Fritos, and spicy ranch. Give me an order of fries and give me a sweet tea. And the tides... For today at Mayport, is your all's mouth watering like mine? Uh-huh. Golly, man, I'm starving. Me too. Uh, today, 1.11 p.m., we're going to have a low tide. That's a negative .52 at Mayport, the bar pilot docks. Tomorrow morning at 8.03 a.m., it's going to be a high tide. That's a 5.58. And then uh, at 2.03 p.m. tomorrow, it's a low tide, negative .68. Enjoy the weather while it lasts because it's going to get a little bit frosty. It is, which is okay. That's fine. We need hey, it. I'm going to try it's to fantastic. get it. I, 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 you know what? I've had an unbelievable week of, of fishing and charters and stuff, but I'm ready, I'm, re- I'm ready to get back to some cold weather. I really am. Yep, me and you both. Well, we got one week of deer season left. I am going to the woods, too. There you go. And Jeff, uh, what's, uh, what's the weather supposed to be like in Foxborough tomorrow? Uh, you know, I, mean, but I haven't really, checked. Really, I, they, they actually, from what I know, I think it's supposed to be in like fifties with rain. Ooh, and uh, because the cold front is also is also approaching up there, right? So I mm-hmm. think, uh, in fact, I just pulled it up. So here we go. I All mean, right, January today. in Foxborough has got to be. Uh. How, how about this? Okay, uh, today in Foxborough, this is why yes. we live where we do. Today is cloudy, rain likely, with a chance of rain, patchy drizzle in the afternoon. The high is going to be about 50. Okay, tonight low 45. Tomorrow the high is going to be 45 with a chance of rain in the morning, about a 30% chance of rain during the day. Northwest winds around 5 miles per hour, but then tomorrow night it's going to have gusts to 20. Oh, boy. That's what time's the game. And then – and then Monday, the high is going to be 28. No, no. Tuesday at Foxborough, the high is 34. No, oh, no, no. Okay. Nip, and then on nippy. Thursday night, it's going to snow. Blech. Okay. And then Friday, that snow is going to turn to rain, and the high is going to be 37. 
Oh, and that's, that's just, just, just going to freeze. The roads are going to freeze. Next Saturday, the high is 27. No. And then snow on Sunday, January 9th with a high of 36. You can have it. That's why we don't live there. Amen. Exactly. And that's why yeah. most of them are moving here. <laughs> yeah. You're darn oh, right. Lordy. Wow, that's just ugly. No thanks. And then for our forecast, okay, our inland forecast, which uh, today our high is going to be 81. Tomorrow the high is 82. And then Monday the high is 60. Tuesday 66. Wednesday 71. Thursday 73. And then what, Kirk? Uh, What's going to happen on Thursday, Chris? Thursday? I don't know. The forecast uh, show? Whammo! Come on! <laughs> Whammo! Whammo! <laughs> Friday, the high That's is 63. Oh, no. A little slow on the uptake. A little <laughs> slow on the uptake. Yeah, you guys are a little slow this morning, but that's... Well, you know, we're, we're working remotely as best we can. We're it's not... understood. <laughs> you guys are a little Challenged. under the weather and... We're... Yeah. yeah. Slow hey, as logs. As usual... The Dominic Outdoor Show is brought to you by some wonderful sponsors. <laughs> Fine. The Beard Pig, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store, Stack M Storage, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Handyman Travis, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, and Hagen Ace Hardware, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CH Marine boat. Construction, Tire Outlet, <laughs> Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano Strike Zone, Angie Subs. Steen Hatchie River Club, Moe Southwest Grill, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to yeah, you. Yeah, and, and to all of our listeners, Happy New Year. Enjoy your weekend, and remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. See ya. See ya. See ya. I'll have my problem to thank. Cause I'm hooked on hooking up And there